All right, in three, two, one. Yo, everyone, you're listening to Filmmaker Mike and the boys. Joining me for this episode is Kuya. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year and Pinhead. Hello. Oh, no, no can <laughs> opening tonight? Not today. I'm drinking some huh? fine wine, so. Oh, oh it's more more of Yeah, yeah, so we hope everyone had a great holiday season, uh, a, a Merry Christmas, and a, a Happy New Year 2024. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I had, a merry, I had a merry little Batman Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, I'm glad you did. That's good. <laughs> How about you, Mike? Oh, yeah, I had a merry little Batman Christmas. Yeah. Actually, five days before Christmas, I saw a movie. That I barely saw. I did. I never saw the trailer. I only saw a few stills online. I didn't find. I didn't try to look for anything about it. I just mm. went in blind, and I just watched it. I had a free uh, movie ticket from Galaxy Theaters for my birthday that was going mm. to expire, so I used it. I got a ticket for Godzilla minus one on Best December ever, huh? five days before Christmas, and. I I got a free ticket, not just for a regular digital screening, but for the, the Dolby, the DFX screening. So I only paid like $2 service fee. I was like, hey, two bucks. That's not bad for a Dolby Atmos version of the of the film. So That's awesome. I'm in there and there's there's actually a few people. There's like a family with like two little kids. I'm like, are they are they cool with it? I guess they're okay with this. The first trailer that they show, and the theater's loud. It's louder than your average theater. The first trailer that they show is that fucking scary bear, teddy bear, Blumhouse movie, whatever that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm like, why are you starting this shit? And like, I'm, I was surprised the little girl didn't, like, cry. I was like, holy shit, dude. I guess she's okay with this little fucking creepy ass teddy. I fucking closed my eyes. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I hear for Godzilla. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, so anyway... The film starts, and it's been a while since I last saw a movie with subtitles at the movie theater. I'm used to watching uh, films and shows now with subtitles on my, on my TV, on my on my MacBook or my phone or the iPad. So the difference of the the text from the bottom of the screen isn't much. But when the movie started, I'm like looking down at the screen and I'm looking at the, up at the picture. I'm like, holy shit! It's kind of a, took me a while to adjust. But anyway. Godzilla minus one. Holy shit. It's the it's my number one movie of the year. Um, it thrilled me. It got me excited. It invoked emotions in me all throughout the movie, all the way till the end. I was like, holy shit, what, what is this? Um, it's fantastic. You know the number one thing that people say about with the Transformer movies, the Jurassic World movies, and the 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 recent Godzilla King Kong movies. We don't care about the humans, right? We don't, nobody cares about the human characters. Fuck them. Can we just see Autobots and Decepticons? Can we just see dinosaurs? Can we just see Godzilla and Kong duking mm-hmm. it out and smashing shit? Well, this is the film that actually makes you give a shit about the human characters and the human story. It's fantastic. Um, and the film is in subtitles. It is, there's, it's not dubbed in English. And yet the performances are fantastic from the human actors. Godzilla is fucking intense uh, on screen. First five, first five minutes, fucking Godzilla's on screen. I was like, holy shit. Um, and it, 
what the budget for this was under 15 million dollars and it looks fantastic the 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 was visual it made, was effects, it made, in, made in japan right made in japan and that's why now looking when i i saw aquaman and the the lost kingdom um <laughs> it was christmas weekend yeah christmas week i saw it christmas weekend or no no i saw it uh new year's weekend i saw that new year's weekend and i was like and then they showed the trailer for uh for the new GVK movie. And then the shot of fucking Godzilla running with Kong towards the screen. And I was just like, what the fuck is this bullshit? After seeing Godzilla minus one, I'm like, I don't give a shit of Godzilla. Godzilla doesn't even need to run. Uh, I don't know what the shit Hollywood is doing with Godzilla and King Kong. I mean, they King don't Kong, know what the shit they're doing yeah. with the Godzilla or King it, Kong either, it, so don't feel feels, bad. It feels like an Avengers, Transformers, Fast and Furious movie where they're fucking running towards it. Like, Kong that's that's what they're trying to do, man. Kong actually exactly. makes that's sense. That's exactly what they're trying to do. Yeah, Kong actually makes sense to run, right? Okay, but Godzilla doesn't make sense. <laughs> but anyway. He's in the sea. He's always in the sea. Right? Well, he's always he can, somewhere. He, he goes to the city. He goes on land, but he doesn't need to run. Yeah, like, he waddles. He's he's still a threat. Um, <laughs> holy shit, Godzilla minus one. I was blown away with the film. Everything from the score, the cinematography, the the effects, the actors that they had, the story, the writing. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. And I feel like, unfortunately, uh, there while there while it is making, it's doing well. Um, it hasn't passed a hundred million yet at the worldwide box office. But it is the largest box office for any Godzilla movie from Japan to date. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a black and white version that is coming out in Japan on January 12th. I'm hoping they do an exclusive release of that as well in the U.S. or they bring it over to the in the U.S. as well because I think it'll be fun to watch in the black and white. That'd be really cool. Um, but I, I really, I really enjoy the film, and that's why after finishing the film. Um, I could not help myself but share it on the group chat. Like, holy shit, that was amazing. I was saving the rest of my review for the podcast, which I, I have now for the last few weeks. Um, I can't wait for the movie on Blu-ray. Uh, to, 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 it's a day one purchase for me, and I'd like to see, watch all the behind the scenes and all the documentaries. I've never been a really big fan of Godzilla. I mean, I'll see the movies, but never, never really appreciated the... The, the character mythos. and, uh, and the, the mythos and everything about it until now, until this movie. Um, so it's really fantastic. And they did add more screenings. So I highly suggest this is this is the one movie recommendation from from 2023 and even up to now uh, into the new year. I highly recommend people seeing it's worth your money. It's worth seeing on the big screen. Um, it's just and if you can see it on the, the loudest, largest screen possible, go do it. Watch it. It's fantastic. Um, it really blew me away from start to finish. Um, and when when it when the movie ended, I was like, "Holy shit! What an experience!" You see I what mean, happens when uh when when fucking uh, uh creators and creatives fucking give a shit about something. Exactly, about something. and it it was actually very well written. Um, and it made you care about the human characters. And I even I actually want to bring Julie to see it. Hopefully we'll get to see it again next weekend. And I've been wanting to, but of course with the holidays, we've been really busy, but I've been wanting to see it again with her. And she told me it's really that good. And I told her, well, I wouldn't bother wanting to see it again on the big screen if I didn't think it was worth it. Um, Because the last time I saw a movie twice on the big screen, I can't even remember. 
Um, I think I'm it may have. I think it was Endgame, the last time we saw a movie twice. Um, I'm, I'm glad you saw you saw a really good movie because the movie movie that I saw was. Well, what, what <laughs> movie did you see? Mary, Mary Little Batman. That that's the last. <laughs> that's the only movie you saw. Really? Well, I mean, I saw other things, but like I'm like you know, Started I'm just like. Come on, dude! It was it well, was like home. It was like 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 fucking Winco Home Alone meets Batman. Like at the very beginning, and then I was like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> you know, like, like, I, like I told you, right? I, I, I gave it like a, you know, like my, my, my best. You know, like I said, like you know, I'll do, I'll do this for the for the podcast because I want to watch it. I don't want to be the dickhead, like you know, just she's like one minute and whatever, whatever, right? So I tried to watch it, and I did, and I was just like, in my head while while I was watching, I was like, "Man, I really fucking hate this movie." Every every single time, every single time. The only the only good good oh, that I can recommend, okay, is, is the the message that uh fucking what Alfred uh said to to uh Damien uh-huh. uh, before he got serious. Because mm-hmm. like you know that's what that's what's exactly what what Alfred does to 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 Damien. That's what that's the reason why in the comic books nowadays, um, there was a chance that uh that Damien was able to uh. Because uh, in the comic books, uh, Alfred is dead, right? So because Bane killed him, right? So, anyways, there was a chance that uh, Alfred could have could could have been revived by Damien because he found he got like a a vial of the Lazarus uh, uh, thing, uh huh, the one that uh, Rajal Ghul has, right? Yeah, from the Lazarus bit. Yeah, but he didn't want to. He didn't do it. He chose not to do it. And then, like, uh, I think it was uh, Dick Grayson that asked him why. He says like it's not going to be the same Alfred. It's going to be different mm. because look at Jason. That's not that's not the right. Jason that everybody knew. Right. The completely different guy. Right. Right. It's like I I don't want you know I don't want my my memory of Alfred to be tarnished. That's the first time in in comic books that, that I saw Damien actually give a shit about anybody else other than the mission, other than the the shit. Yeah, but you also saw Damien give a shit about his dad here. And Alfred, yeah. right? No, but it was it, it was horrible, dude. What is was it, like, wasn't it nice? He was so focused on getting the utility belt back, but it actually was more than that. No, uh, it was it was no, uh, <laughs> it, it was it was a little kid being selfish, oh. being, being being trying to be uh, you know you know whatever, and then he fucking ruined everybody's Christmas because of it, <laughs> and then and then it, it helped you know it it took the help of his dad to fucking make it better. Well, so, he had to realize he also needed help, right? Yeah, but and do things on your own. But he wanted to do it on his own. But the thing is, I don't like it. It's not. It's not for me. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that's the that's the end of that's the end of my my review of it. I saw it. I even saw it twice just because I I wanted oh, to give oh, it a fair shake. You like it? Oh, shit. You like yeah. it? I gave yeah. it like you know. Yeah, I wanted well, to give it a fair shake. Like, no, 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 no. Every single time. Every he single. No, 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 no. No, no, I, I, I gave it the no Thor Ragnarok that. treatment. No one does that. Pin, pinhead, pinhead. I gave it, I gave it the Thor Ragnarok. I, I gave it the Thor Ragnarok shake. I, I oh, said, yeah? like you know, I said I, I hated Thor Ragnarok the very first time. I was gonna watch, watch it again, again, and I saw it again, and I was like, nope, I still fucking hate it. <laughs> to confirm. To confirm. Just to confirm. Well, so, guess what? I haven't seen even twice. I haven't even well, seen yeah, what, Rebel Moon. I haven't seen Rebel Moon twice. <laughs> I saw that one. I, yeah, I saw that one twice too. So and see, the thing is, the thing with your reaction with Rebel Moon, it was nice. I was like, 
hmm, it's like he doesn't want to hate on it. At the same time, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to say something uh too too nice about it. It was nice. It was nice. He's saving it. He's saving it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was nice. Like, what else can I fucking say about it? it, it it's if if you're a fan of of you know Zack Snyder, you're gonna love the movie. If you're not a fan, you're gonna fucking hate it. Well, I'm a fan. I didn't love it. I, Me I too. I it. thought it was trash. I, I love Zack Snyder, and I thought it was trash. And 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 oh, now that's th- not true. To be fair, when I I was watching it, yeah, I I started watching it um, late at night, and so I watched like I got into like thirty minutes of it, and I was dozing off, so I stopped it. Yeah. And I said I'll, <laughs> I have to continue it the next day, so I continued it. I was watching on my phone while I was cooking. So I was preoccupied, and at at the time, what the time I was done, I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, <laughs> like it it never. But now I I still need to go back and sit down and watch it. But from what I gather, the last five minutes of the movie, I was hooked. I was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck is going on?" I kind of wish mm-hmm. that when they were promoting this. They didn't tell us about part two. Who gives a shit about just focus on promoting part one. And if you just pr- focus on promoting part one and just said rebel moon, that's it. And do- didn't, didn't spoil the surprise that there was a sequel already made that it was coming in April. Then surprise everyone the weekend of, I think it would have been more exciting. And I think it would have gotten me more into like, Oh, watching it. And then the way it ends, Oh shit, there's more, there's gotta be a second, a sequel. Right. And then the, announce the that. issue. The biggest or issue I had. Or fuck, you surprised people at the end of the movie when the credits came and said, "Look, guess what? Yeah, part two is coming out in April." Yeah, because now seeing the last five minutes, it just feels like, and I, I I've had no it, problems. It, I've had no problems with Zack Snyder slow mo ever in in the DC films. Well, Man of Steel, I don't crazy. think I don't think Man of Steel ever had slow mo because, of course, you got Kryptonians fighting, so they have to be fucking fast. Um, well, he had BBS, I, I I don't remember. Maybe, maybe there is. I'll have to look for it. There's it's a bunch not, of slow mos. N- nothing that sticks out. Um, maybe when he's in the water and remembering his childhood days, with, no, 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 no. and he um, sees and he sees mama uh, whale the, the begin- and baby the whale. The beginning of the the beginning of the the flight scene. It was like he was walking like softly, whatever. That wasn't slow mo. He was just walking. Yeah, it was. No, it no. wasn't. It was a and cinematography. Then, like, and then, like, and then, like when the pebbles were coming up. When the that pebbles were coming up on the thing. That's so. an effect. That's more like an effect on the gravitational pull of his power and launching off the the, the earth. Um but it was still in slow-mo. So I'm sorry, slow-mo. fucking slow-mo on on seeds, throwing seeds in the farm. What the fuck is that shit? <laughs> like, bro, I can appreciate slow-mo in action because at least it's not too fa- like you can show me some cool. Oh, that looks cool. Okay, you're showing me that. That's cool. Throwing seeds. What the fuck is that shit? Like that felt it felt an overuse. This is the first time that it actually felt like slow-mo was overused in his film, to me. It's extremely overused. Even in certain action sequences where one laser bullet yeah. has to be shot. Boom. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Zach, we get it. You like the slow-mo shit enough. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never said that about Zack Snyder, even with Sucker Punch, which I do not like, and I've gone on record on this podcast saying mm-hmm. I do not like Sucker Punch. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Sucker yeah. Punch is a fucking masterpiece compared to this piece of trash. Yeah. This, this film's a mess. 
It's it, it, even I don't care if you're the biggest Zack Snyder hater or you're his biggest fan, like like I am. I'm one of his biggest fans. This is a mess. This movie is a mess. If you critically look at it and take the fanboy glasses off, it's a mess. Yeah, that's why I said it was nice. It's not even nice. <laughs> <laughs> But visually, it was nice. Like I saw, I saw, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." All his films are visually nice. Oh yeah, they always are. They always are. They. That's look not. That goes like, with the territory. Yeah. Like when 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 I saw when I saw it with 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 my wife, right? She she had a lot of questions, right? And like one of the one of the first questions she asked was like, "What's up with like Charlie Hunnam and the fucking Irish accent?" Right. That's, that was the first question he asked, and I said, like, "I don't know. Maybe that's just the character, right?" But I didn't read, you know, and then I realized like actually that that is his real accent because he is he is yeah. like Irish or Scottish or something like that, right? Yeah. So, so I was like, like I don't know what to tell you, but like I I'd, I'd like to be <laughs> friends, and I was like, what the, f- what what is this Braveheart? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, you know, I had no idea. Sons of Anarchy for you guys. Some... That's why you thought. That's why I know we we we're, we're so we're so used to him like speaking in, in, in like straight uh-huh. up English, whatever, because uh-huh. everybody else was speaking in straight up English, ish, like whatever. Oh, um, the the dude, you know the 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 prince, the prince that was fucking like half naked for the most of the time, like the the topless dude. All he had was like the the little like fucking poncho, right in space. The, the dude with the griffin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do- uh, dollar bin Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that guy. Stas Nair, I think. Yeah, Tar- Tarek. Tarek. He yeah, plays Tarek. Tarek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, bargain you know, bin Jason Momoa. I, yeah. I remember. Yeah, Nemesis was nice, right? She wasn't bad. Nemesis, I was surprised that she was a good guy. I thought she was a bad guy. I know. I was. I was expecting her. So to was be the, I. I was like, now you know who I thought was cool. Fucking Ray Fisher was cool. And then what the fuck? You fucking kill him. Like we barely <laughs> because... got anything. We barely got anything. Well, you know, you know who else was cool and and needed to be like more fucking. Uh, Fucking Anthony Hopkins is like a little robot, dude. That too. Like that too. Yeah, I like the tin can. He didn't even tin, go dude, with the robot. The robot was the coolest the thing in the fucking movie. They dude. just left him. But I, so I feel like there's more in part two, and that's why. No, or that's why or I felt like the, the, the you thing is, just focus on just focus. This, this is this the one. issue. This is the issue that I have, right? Like they said that there's a director's cut for this, and, and, and this and is I'm, the other issue. Thank you. This is the yeah. other issue. I'm sick there, of there, it. There's, there's, yeah. The, Give give us the full fucking movie with, with like you know don't don't give me like oh there's an extra thirty minutes forty five minutes to make it more making more sense like yeah that's that's why I love BVS uh, Ultimate Edition is because it made more sense I understood where where the fuck everything was going you know and don't don't blame the fucking studio for for cutting it down because like Netflix gave you the green light to do everything yeah so, like you know the the issue the issue I have is like it it felt. But it felt edited like to to hell. Like you know, I I needed more story. Why why the mother you know why the mother world fucking looks like a big ass pussy in outer space? <laughs> yeah, they made right? a, they made a comparison. Man of Steel had the dildos when they sent Zod and the right? Kryptonians to to the um right? uh, I, I, Phantom I, I, Zone. When, when I first saw that, pussy. when I when I first saw that, I was like, damn, Labia, damn, dude, you're not the only one. Everyone else thought that too. Like, whoa. So okay. I was like, I was like, okay, Mother World. I understand Mother World. I get it. I get you, Zack Snyder. You little <laughs> fucking comedian. You, I get you. You know, but I was like, dang, the 
the what's his name? Noble, uh, Admiral Noble is a fucking brilliant character. He is vicious. Admiral Atticus, yeah, Atticus, yeah, yeah. Atticus Noble. He was vicious. He was like, he, like he hit the the fucking chairman like with such you know. And I'm like, oh yeah. So you so you lied to me. Okay, I got you. I'm gonna go ahead and punish everybody, whatever, and then whack them in the face with the, with the damn stick. And I'm like, oh yeah, fucking um, that was um, what's his name? Corey Stoll. I was like, yeah. oh, this guy. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You're in this movie. Yellow and jacket. Fucking kill him. Fucking <laughs> kill him. Right? Like, Yellow jacket in one shot. Yellow jacket and fucking uh, what's his name? Modok. Uh, Modok. Yeah, Modok. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, an Avenger now. <laughs> yeah. So, well, guess I mean, what? You're not an Avenger now, but you'll be in the next Zack Snyder movie, but we're going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Within the minutes. first but, five minutes, you know. But, that, but that's, that. yeah, for, for me, like, there, there should have been a little bit more. <sighs> instead of like, instead of like a, it's, it felt like a, like a JRPG game. This is your mission. You're supposed to recruit these people and you go to this planet and then you go, you do a mission there. Or you talk to this uh, NPC, and then you go to here. You go to the next, the next one, the next one, the next one. And you know, instead of doing that, how about like they meet up in in, in a in a different in, in one location, whatever, and have have like a little powwow, and all of them say no, we don't want to fucking do this. Fuck you, whatever, whatever. And for whatever reason, they they end up like you know gathering and say, hey, you know what, it's worth the fight. Not like General Titus. Fucking General Titus is like a fucking gladiator, and he looked like a fucking bum. Like how? Like I, if he's a gladiator, I want to see gladiator fights. You know what um, I mean? Yeah. And I take offense to the JRPG reference because at the end of the day, a very good JRPG has one thing this film doesn't: good storytelling. <laughs> this shit does. This shit's average, mediocre garbage that's stealing from everything. It's like, look at me, and I disagree. The actor who plays the admiral, fuck. Fuck face and screen. He's a good yeah. actor. He's not intimidating. Ballyhoo for you. You bash people's heads in with a cane. Like I'm not intimidated by this guy. When he walks in the room, the charisma gets sucked out of the, the air. So I just I don't like this guy, and not because I don't like this guy, and not like I should. Like this film is trying to make me feel like I don't like. I just don't care about this fucking goofy fuck. And then the the uh, the the regent guy looks younger than the fucking admiral. So I was like, what the fuck? Is yeah, going? and that's what. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you who I thought was intimidating. It's fucking Jenna Malone as a spider like creature. She was cool. That was she cool. was cool, and she was actually terrifying. I was actually I felt threatened. I was like, oh shit! Like actually a threat. Oh, wait, that was Jenna that- Malone. That's Jenna yep. Malone. That yeah, Jenna Malone. That's Jenna Malone. Harmada. She played Harmada. Well, you know, Zack Snyder always likes to put her in her uh, in his movies, so that was her. What I thought was what bothered me about Admiral Atticus wasn't really so much his acting. It was fucking wearing a white dress shirt the fucking last battle. <laughs> I'm like, how? I thought this was Rebel Moon. Why is he wearing a fucking white dress shirt? It's, no, t- took, it's taking me out of it. And normally well, he, took, he took off the space Nazi fucking. I don't uniform care. Fucking, can we have design like some kind of different shirt, <laughs> fucking jacket, a white dress shirt? Really? That's it? Like, where's that Netflix money? Like, and I don't usually get distracted by stuff like this, but holy shit, I was like, he's fighting the the heroine, and yeah, he's this fi- fucking white dress shirt. I'm like, come on, <laughs> what the? Hell? Yeah. So I would have to sit down again and watch it. 
I just haven't haven't had the opportunity to do so again. But man, and what's my, her name? Sophia Nutella or what? Or Sophia Butella. Sophia Butella. Yeah. She, I like her. She's good. I like her. Yeah, I like her. If I if I actually gave a shit about Rebel Moon Part Two and am going to see it at all. It's gonna. She's gonna be a driving reason why that and the fucking tin can. Which one? The tin can voiced by Anthony Hopkins. No, 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 no. The, the which girl? The the lead. Oh, the, the lead. Sophia, Sophia Batella. I just said Sophia Batella would be the oh. driving force of, of the reason why I might see this at all. If if she if she has the fucking same legs that she had in uh fucking Kingsman, I'll, I'll be all over it, dude. <laughs> That and if she continues to have the same fighting, the same fight scenes like she did at the very end of this movie, I'll can I'll I'll watch it. But and that's why the the last five minutes and then the trailer yeah. for Rebel Moon Part Two was like, that's the movie I want to see. Like, yeah, me too. Like, I'm like, where was this? Yeah, please. Like, it's the cock tease to like the tease, the major like. I'm like, bro. It, come it on. was. And this is the problem with the part one, part two shit yeah. syndrome. <laughs> Just this like, is the exact for, problem. Like for for me, right? Like, if you're gonna do an action scene, do it. Make it make it full full of action. Be be like you know, be like don't be like M Night Shyamalan with the fucking eighty four steps to do one thing. <laughs> you know, like don't do yeah. don't do that shit. Like you know, if you shoot a gun, pew. If you shoot it twice, pew pew. Right, no, don't be like you know, fucking sliding left and right. You'd be being, being like a fucking cod pro, pro and all that shit, <laughs> going going in and out of fucking coverings. So, you know, you know, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I, 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 you know, I, I said I, I was trying to be like the nicest person I can be for the movie because again, I, I was entertained at the end of the day. The, the biggest question for me at the end of the day was was I entertained watching this movie? The answer was yes because it was it, it was a, a fun watch for me. Did that did did it did it blow my mind? Is it going to be like, oh my god, blah, 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 fucking best movie ever? No, not even close. That's why I said it was nice. <laughs> and, and, and 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 for people that like this film, that's fine. I yeah. I don't begrudge them that. It's just. I can't. Zack Snyder is better than this. Zack Snyder is better than this. I, I I'm sorry, but he's I, better yeah. than this. Yeah. I, I can't defend it if, if people trash it because I, I'm just like, yeah, I, I see your point. And that's what disappoints me the most. I know he's better than this. And I was like, maybe, what, maybe this, is, this was it? Maybe, maybe uh, this is the, the problem. The problem with, with Zack Snyder is he has a lot, of, he has too much control. And, uh, and, uh, it was it Dawn of the Dead, right? He only had the director uh, chair. That's it. Yeah. In uh, 300, he only had the director chair and maybe a little bit of change here and there because Frank Miller said, yeah, go ahead, do, do whatever the fuck you want. So those are the, the, to be honest with you, those are the top two movies he, had, he ever made. Yeah. So may, maybe, you know, I understand your creative, you know, mind wants to do this, that, this. This uh, you know, to make it look cool and everything, but fucking maybe leave it for a, a good cinematographer to do. Make, make give it to a good good scriptwriter to do. You know, like, like yeah, <laughs> like the language, the the script, the script. I was like, 
they're they're going with this, huh? Like they're 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 gonna be talk. They're talking about fucking, but they they oh for the gods, we quite a we have we need to have good seed, so we need to fucking, you know, <laughs> like what the fucking, <laughs> we need to fuck all day on all night so that we have good good crops next year. And then like the the little girl was like, oh yeah, I heard you fucking you know you know the other dude. And I'm like, what? really? Well, that's the fertility ritual. I know. If you're gonna do that, then fucking just like show the fertility ritual. Don't be fucking. Don't don't be bullshitting about it. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I, again, like I said, it was nice for me. At the end of the day, it was nice. I was entertained. Yeah. Well, I, bring I, bring I, on part two. I want to see part two. That's the that's what I that's it mostly fell as a setup, of course, for part two. Yeah. And, and that's, that's why, why I, that's why I don't even care about the director's cut now. Just get me straight to part two then. Yeah. yeah. Because you, I'm sorry. I'd understand this if this was exclusively in the theaters. There was no reason not to release the full what your full vision was. This is I, Netflix now. I really I really feel that the only the only thing that Netflix did is they asked that it be PG thirteen versus R. But and but again, there, there's no but there's no fucking reason to, to do that because again, it's Netflix. It's everybody yeah, fucking watches it. It doesn't matter. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If if you're gonna do that, fine. Then put the put two simultaneous cuts out. What what what's gonna hurt doing that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Put both cuts out. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. But hey, it it broke records number one in the world. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Because of course, but then for the most part, a lot of online reaction was saying it was meh. It wasn't all that. Like this is supposed to be Star Wars, so huh. you know, um, yeah. And that's why for me it felt like you should have just focused on marketing this one. Don't even tell anyone about part two. Make it a surprise, and then make the excitement even more. Yeah, but when, when, it, when it comes to Zack Snyder, it's always a big hoopla because of everything, you know. And that's fine. That's okay. It always it comes with the territory. People are always anticipating what he does next. So. Yeah. He, ha- he already has his built-in fan base. So, you know, um, but I still have to sit down again and watch it, give it a, a second watch uh, where I'm not distracted and not, you know, doing anything else but watching it. But and hey, you got to see at least on a normal TV screen like right, your normal right. or your, at least your, your computer because to be honest, this does deserve something better than just watching it on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, so, I did start watching it on the TV the night before, yeah. but I only had to resort to watching it on the phone because it was during the daytime and the kids were, you know, up and about. So I didn't want them to like. But Mike, see. I'm going to tell you, uh, and I don't not swear. I know you. I don't think your mind's going to be that much ch- more changed. I yeah. really don't. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're, you're going to say it's nice at the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. That, yeah. that might be the, but you're not going to be but, like. Pin, pin head. Did you, did, did you like that one character, the the one with the spider? You know, the 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 guy that that, that got caught by the little bug thing, and the the bug thing was talking, but it was actually the the dude behind him that was like talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he was like, oh, yeah. Man, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like the the, 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 the the creature guys were were not bad looking. You know, yeah, even, they, they look cool. No, they look they look those look out. cool, and the effects aren't my problem. It's it, the story. It, it, it's the story. <laughs> The story is all it's like a kid with ADD on pixie sticks. 
as soon as as soon as I saw Kai Kai uh, Charlie Hunnam's character, I said, "Oh, this guy's a bad guy." Like that, I was yeah. just like, uh, like you know, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, yeah, yeah. The problem, and spoiler alert, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Guess what? He's there long enough for him to kick the bucket too. Yep. So his character, so that betrayal where he's like, uh, I'm the bad guy that you saw coming 100 miles away, even if you were Stevie Wonder. Mm. You saw him turn the bad guy. It was for nothing because it just got so he can get his head. It's like, okay, that's cool. And you know what? It would have been cooler to see mm. that in a rated R movie. Yeah. So you, you know who? Um. Oh, yeah. That's another issue that I have. Fucking like when the gun with the guns and the stabbing and all that shit. Where the fuck is the blood? It's in the rated R cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously, like that—that that, that kind of the shot off where the off. guy gets his head blown off and they do it in the background. You only see it in the foreground. No yeah. blood. You don't see his head popped off. That's in the yep. rated R cut. All yeah. of it's in the rated R cut. But it's not. It wasn't necessary. That's the thing. They no, should have given. Well, I don't know. You're right, Kuya. It wasn't necessary. I don't. I'm, I, I'm not trying to sound like I. I want to trash this film. I wanted to love this movie because, like I said, Same. I'm a Zack Snyder fan. I'm not even. I'll say he has three good ones with The Watchmen and Dawn of the Dead and Three Hundred. I love. I love Zack Snyder, and I defend him when he needs to be. This cannot be defended. Mm-hmm. Like I just stated earlier, Zack Snyder is better than this. We all can agree to that. Anybody watching this, even his stupidest hater, can agree he's better than this. Yeah. This was a mess. This was a mess. That's all I'm going to say, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I'll tell you what else is a mess. Uh-oh. A little movie called Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom. <laughs> but hey, Here's the thing it has got it going for it, though. It's a fun mess because the parts, the middle of the movie where... Spoilers. Should I spoil it? Eh, fuck it Go spoil ahead, because I'm not going to see uh, this film. Okay, so the part where he has to break out Orm, Patrick Wilson, out of the desert uh, prison uh, from... I forgot what kingdom that was. Whatever the fuck the shrimp guys were. Whatever. Um, that was fun. When it's Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson breaking out of the prison... And they did like this buddy thing. Of course, Aquaman is the more like lo- he's loose, he's fun, and Orm is like you know tight as a butthole. Um, it that was fun. I enjoyed it, and I wish the movie was more of that. Um, it was interesting though because when it starts, it really bothered me because Zach here goes Zack Snyder BBS. He cast Jason Momoa, fucking Cal Drogo as Aquaman. Because for the longest time, Family Guy, Robot Chicken made fun of Aquaman. He's always been the butt of the joke, you know, from all the superheroes. He doesn't do shit. He can only control fish, whatever. He's only powerful in the water. Here comes Zack Snyder and, you know, actually making Aquaman uh, an on-screen presence. And then the first Aquaman movie hits. It's not Zack Snyder. It's James Wan, but it was fun. It's great. Um, Made a billion dollars. It made a billion dollars. And then at the start of Aquaman 2, what happened? Oh, yeah, he's a dad. And that's cool. He's got Aqua Baby. But we don't need to make fucking jokes about the baby peeing in, in Aquaman's face. 
and then Mera using her power to, to when he when he avoids the pee, the baby pee while he's changing the diaper. Mera using her powers to make the pee go to, to his direction in his face while he's I'm like really. You're making a you're making the aqua baby pee, no, so with the you with the with Mara's powers. Still Ragnarok, the Taika Waititi effect, huh? <laughs> Not even that. I thought I thought it was worse. I mean, no, there was it, Ragnarok never had any actual urine from a baby. Here you physically, I'm like, wow, like really? That's so, that. I oh mean, my god. I mean, there's many different ways you can show Aquaman being a dad. Without making it that, making it stoop that low, I'm sorry, but like, oh, is what it the that hell? kind of comedy throughout the entire film? No, it's not. It's okay. not. Okay. Um, and that's why that, and that's why I thought um, Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson had some good moments. I, I, and okay. I thought I wish I wish that was most of the movie. Um, and it's just weird that Mira is not there on screen. They don't explain it. She's in the movie. She's at the beginning. And most of the beginning and then at the end, uh, for a second, I thought they actually killed her. But, of course, they didn't. Um, so Amber Heard is in it? She's in it. She's in it. But okay. according to her, her her screen time has been reduced to, like, 10 minutes. Now, I'm trying to think if it was actually – if uh, actually felt like it was more than 10 minutes to me. She actually had significant, you know, a significant role in the movie, um, even if she was only seen at the beginning and towards the end. Um, I I still think she had uh, a decent amount of screen time. Whether Do her tits still look good? Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. Nicole Kid <laughs> Nicole Kidman Nicole Kidman's there. Uh, she still is back as well. That's and good. I just thought it was weird that you know, at the first movie, she's you know back with Arthur, her you know uh, Arthur's dad, or was it Arthur? Yeah, Arthur's dad. Uh, Django Fett, fucking Boba Fett. <laughs> um, it just it just felt weird. Like I started thinking about what's going on, and then they answer it minutes later. It just felt weird. The pacing felt weird at some parts at the beginning. Um, Dolph Lundgren is back. I thought that was cool. Uh, oh, the, they, they had cons- continuation. The kingdom, right? Yeah, because yeah, he is the father of Mira. Um, Volko isn't back though. Um, what's his name? Uh, Green Goblin. Yeah. Uh, damn. What's it? I'm blanking out. Yeah, all of us are blanking out right now. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. He's not back. He his character got sick from some disease and he's dead. I'm like, what the fuck was that shit? Like, okay, I guess. And supposed to mean, you know, more... To, of course, yeah. Aquaman, he trained Aquaman and all that. Like, they had a relationship. Cool. I'm like... The foe's not in this? No, he's not. And I'm like... Oh, I'm like, shit. what the hell? He was actually a good part of the first movie. I know. That's why I'm yeah. like... Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I'm really contemplating not even watching this if it streams. Like... So... Well, I, I mean, I would still give it a watch. Uh, I like uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen's uh, Black Manta was cool, um, more angrier and you know more, more fearsome than ever. Uh, I was gonna say I liked him in the first one. He was good. He was good in this. I thought it was cool. 
Um, there's some, there were some shots that felt like Lord of, straight out of Lord of the Rings. I was like, oh shit, this looks like Lord of the Rings. That, that's pretty cool. Um, there were some elements that I thought that that I really liked about the movie, though it did some of the some of the pacing felt messy. This was still the most fun uh, that I've had uh, with the superhero movie from 2023. That's for sure. Okay. That's for sure because I actually was I actually was enjoying it. I was enjoying myself. I was entertained. Um, the Flash, while I while I I was I was I'm still very conflicted about the Flash because yeah, it's cool at some parts, it's fun at some parts. It still it still feels messy. Um, is it so, better than Ant Man at least? Oh, this this is better than Ant Man. Okay. I would I would give this a rewatch over Ant Man. I have okay. not I, I have not like the first Captain Marvel movie. I have not gone back to Ant Man ever yeah. since. So that uh, movie was garbage. This one I would rewatch. Um, now, as the end of the, this for me, this does not count it as the end of the DCEU. The end of the DCEU was Zack Snyder's Justice League for me. I mean, you know, that's how yeah. that's that's how, everything else after that Shazam, Fury of the Gods, uh, fucking the flat, and everything else was it's not long, Zack Snyder's, yeah. you know, yeah, it's Zack Snyder's universe, but it's already disjointed and it's. Warner Brothers just fucking everything up. We were yeah. supposed to get Batfleck. How cool would it have been to see Batfleck in this movie, teaming up with Aquaman towards the end battle scene when they're fighting, you know, this army, and Batfleck is there with his bat sub or whatever it is. You need help, you know. And he's help. helping out, you know, he's helping out Orm and Mira. Oh, and that some of my complaint, another complaint that I had, they set this thing up where it's great. Or Aquaman or Arthur is telling Orb, you never had a cheeseburger, never had a brewski. <laughs> like they set it up. And I'm like, oh, they're setting it up. We're gonna see Orm enjoying a hamburger. You're setting it up, right? Show it to me. Oh, instead of both of them, it's just Orm by himself. I'm like, what the fuck? You could have shown Aquaman Arthur showing his brother enjoying a hamburger, you know, and, and a and a cold one. But no, it just has to be by himself. Because he had to disappear because he can't show his face again because you know it's it was treason that what they did Arthur broke him out and whatever now, but that everything else uh, some of the, the the breakout scene I thought was cool that was fun um, the action I thought was great I like the um, the there's this thing that the 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 trident that Black Manta finds mm-hmm. kind of like gives him power and it made made him it enhanced his strength. So it's an ancient trident, and it gives gives each character like uh, it shows them the future of what could be if they you know if they follow this mysterious king's you know and they release him from from uh, his prison. Uh, so I I enjoyed that. Does sound it. like a mess. That does yeah. sound like a mess. Yeah, it is a mess. But hey, just listening to you describe it, it sounds like an absolute mess. It's a fun mess compared to Ant Man. That's for sure. <laughs> for well, me, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I haven't so, even seen it yet, and I'm probably sure that's true. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then the the last se- so when they're when they're on this mysterious island, um. Aquaman Arthur tells Orm, "Hey, you should try this." He gives him an, a cockroach, this large ass cockroach. Orm tries it and he eats it and he actually likes it. Well, it's not bad. And they're like, "Oh, hey, that's cool." The post credit is Orm uh, basically f- 
fighting a cockroach while he's enjoying his burger, puts the cockroach in his burger and takes a bite out of it and enjoys it even more. And I'm like, that's it? That's your post-credit? Really? <laughs> and it's like, wow, what a waste. What a waste of time. I could have just I could have just YouTube this. Like, really? That's your post-credit? That's the best you can do? But of course, you know, it's it's not going anywhere. And that's why, yeah. you know, but what's interesting is that this movie has done way better than the Marvels. It's doing way better than The Flash. <laughs> so believe it or not, it is tracking to be much better at the box office than any of the previous superhero movies from 2023. So take that as you will. So, yeah. Good night. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, but actually, what's also interesting is that Wonka overtook Aquaman at the box office. Because mm. Aquaman, when it uh, opening weekend, it was number one. And then the second, the, the consecutive weeks after, Wonka overtook it. Um, and I, I'm also hearing good stuff about Wonka. A lot of people are enjoying it. Um, yeah. And, and it's supposedly a prequel. It's set before the Gene Wilder, um, Willy Wonka. So I'm also curious to see that, but I'll probably wait that wait for that one uh, when it hits streaming. But uh, yeah, Aquaman of the Lost Kingdom is by far the most enjoyable superhero movie that I've enjoyed from, from 2023. But Godzilla Minus One is still number one for me. Um, I did see uh, Gran Turismo on Netflix. I did too. Fantastic. It was really good. It was, it surprised me. I was like, wow, this was a true story. This was real. I I played Gran Turismo years ago on PlayStation 1 and I've enjoyed it. And actually learning how to, you know, drive with the, the, um, when it's showing you the lines and actually like hugging the curves and all that. Um, so when they, when they made, when this movie kicks off, I'm like, oh, this is actually fantastic. And David Harbour is actually really good in it. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I was surprised because I yeah. don't like it. Yeah. Hopper is actually like, wow, this is fantastic. Um, but yeah, I thought it was great. And that's actually, I, I kind of wish I got to see that movie in the theater because of how how awesome it would have sounded uh, on the big screen. Um, but I did enjoy Gran Turismo. And I also enjoyed The Creator on Hulu. Fantastic. Fantastic. I told you guys, like Yeah. That's another one that I wish I, I got to see on the big screen. Um but that that was very good. And they shot movie, the, right? they shot that movie for with a four thousand dollar camera. Yeah. And they yeah. added the visual effects after. Like that's, they just that's, that's that's his second movie, right? Huh? Uh, who's the, second movie? The director? Gareth no. Edwards? No. Oh, well, this is like it's fourth. Yeah. Okay. He did Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. And Godzilla from Oh, okay, okay. And he yeah. did Monsters, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did Monsters, Godzilla in twenty fourteen. Uh Rogue One. So yeah. So this Yeah, the, yeah, the whole, sports film. The world building, which like blew me away. I'm like, oh shit, this is cool. This is actually fucking cool. Fucking seeing robots like uh, fucking AI Buddhist monks 
I'm like, what the hell? Like, that's awesome. That's cool. That was really cool. I enjoyed it. So, have you yeah. seen Monsters Kuya? I'm not sure if I have. If you haven't, you I highly recommend you check it out. Is it on uh, any streaming platform right now? I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, the only movie that I heard of Garrett Edwards before, prior to this one was um, I didn't even know she, he made Godzilla. So yeah, uh, I thought Rogue One. I, I thought Rogue One was fantastic. So so when when I heard about him him making the creator, I'm like, okay, cool. So I'll watch it on Hulu then. Um, according to this, it's on Tubi and Peacock. So copy. I will right, go cool. ahead and uh, take a look at it in, in, in the Tubies. Yep. Yeah. Um. So of course tonight they also had the Golden Globes, uh, hosted by hosted by Joe Coy, who um was it was interesting because he got the gig ten days ago, ten days Whoa. before. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. Because what was they, the original? Who was the original? I don't think they even had an original. It just it seemed like they just pulled everything together last minute. It was rushed. So and that's why, like he even said, like um, he even said, because I had to. So what we did was, because uh, we don't no, no longer have basic cable, we just do streaming, and we were trying to watch it. Um, and I'm trying to look for Hulu, like the live, like you know, how, what do I have to click to go to live TV? So I, or however much I need to pay, just so I can watch the live, you know, or like at least I guess this is pre-tape because it actually happened yesterday, whatever. Um, and there's no option on on the TV on on the Xbox or on the Hulu app on the Xbox. It's not showing me. I have to go to my my laptop to actually look for you know. But I had to end up. I ended up doing it on a Paramount Plus, um, just to sign up with the option to watch CBS. I'm like, good. This shouldn't be this hard. Like, why do I have to go to laptop? <laughs> about it. Well, yeah. you're like you're signing up for like you're listing for the CIA or something. It's some not shit. like a chore. I'm like, bro, really? You're making it this hard for people to push a button? Like, come on. So anyway, I thought streaming was supposed to be easy. Exactly. I'm it's... like, there's no other, there's no button just to push it, just so I can watch the and then just charge me, like you know. Uh so anyway, I, I we actually because Julie really wanted to see it. I was just like, I'm waiting for the highlights. I can wait for the highlights on social media. But she really wanted to watch it. So I'm like, okay. like So I, I was put to the task. So I actually enjoyed it. Um, his opening jokes I thought were, were fine. Some of them I laughed. Um, and then he even blamed some of the writers. The ones you guys are laughing at, those are my jokes. <laughs> I just thought like, oh, yeah, way wow. to save yourself. <laughs> way to save yourself. I'm like, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah, 10 days. But I guess one of the nice things about this, uh, about the Golden Globes this year, is that um, what used to be the people that voted for the nomination, the nominees, it used to be the Hollywood Foreign Press, which consisted of ninety members. But they they did away with that, and this year, um, it's now a group of three hundred entertainment journalists. So it's there's a larger number. And at the same time, it's entertainment journalists, people who actually watch and write about this stuff and, you know, get to interview. And, you know, so it seems like it's a better it's a better way of, you know, and there's since you have a larger group of people, 
I'm assuming it's 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 a better turnout for everyone as far as diversity and you know all that stuff. So some of the winners um that would be of interest uh as far as this podcast would be uh Robert Downey Jr. He won best performance by an actor in a supporting role for Oppenheimer. Um uh, and his speech was interesting because you know he pretty much pointed out that um a movie about you know about uh actual world history uh making a billion dollars and you know somewhere tonight whoever you know made the uh, and Warner Brothers is kicking themselves in the nuts repeatedly for losing Christopher Nolan because Oppenheimer is a billion dollar film and has won five what five golden globes and it's going to be on its way to the Oscars. So didn't it get best picture? Um, it did get best picture. Five awards. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you fucked up, WB. And imagine if WB had Oppenheimer and Barbie, which are both billion dollar films. People were, you know, it was Barbenheimer, right? People were like comparing it, but at the same time, people were like, watch Barbie and then watch Oppenheimer. It's it was a win win. But you know, Warner Brothers just has to fuck up. So, you yeah. know, um, yeah. Like always. Uh Robert Downey Jr. won won his Golden Globe. And uh, there's a lot of Oscar buzz for him now, of course, even now that after that he win. Killian Murphy, who has been working with Christopher Nolan for 20 years, and Emma Thomas, his wife and producer, has won best performance by an actor. So, you know. This is now, this is projecting the Oscars. It may not happen, of course, but it's pretty solid as far as what we're seeing from what's happening here. Um, Christopher Nolan won Best Director, Motion Picture. And he wow. even said, the last time I held one of these, it was receiving it for Heath Ledger for, in 2008 or 2009 for The Dark Knight, the year after, for uh, Heath Ledger's posthumous award uh, for Best Actor. So Christopher and even Emma Thomas, who received the Golden Globe for Best Film at the end from Oprah, uh, she even Emma Thomas even said it was nice that Christopher Chris uh, has been recognized. And I'm like, yeah, finally, like what? Yeah, you guys, time. for the longest, this guy can make a movie, and it doesn't have to be about Batman. He can make a movie and make it an event and put people's butts in, uh, in seats. Sell popcorn, sell movie tickets. And this is now, you know, finally he's getting his flowers. He's getting his due. Um, so I'm hoping this is going this is going all the way to the Oscars. I'd love to see Christopher Nolan win. Um so yeah, uh, and then other well, actors. I always like to say the Golden Globes are a good precursor to the Oscars, so I don't know. Right, right. SAG is usually the the, the most accurate one, so that too. So we, we will got, see. We got we got to wait on on the side. We will see. Wins those things. But this is the the kickoff towards uh yeah for award yeah. season. Stephen Yun won for uh best actor in a limited series for Beef. Oh nice. Um, I haven't seen that yet, but I, it's on my list. Uh, Eliz Elizabeth Debicki for The Crown. She played uh Diana, Princess Diana. Uh, she won best performance by an actress in a supporting role for TV. Um, Matthew McFadden for Succession uh, won Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role for TV. I have I started Succession. I just haven't gotten back into it. I need to get back into it. Um, Ayo, or is it Ayo or Ayo Edebiri for The Bear? I think she plays Sydney. 
um, for the Bears. She won Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series, Musical or Comedy. And so did um, Jeremy... Um, uh, what's his name? Jeremy... Is it Jeremy Allen White? Yep. I think it is, yeah. So he also won. Zach Efron won, right? No. No, Zach Efron. Um, I don't I don't think it was even nominated for the Golden Globes. Oh. I'm not sure. At least I didn't see it. That's a travesty. Yeah. That's uh, a little ridiculous. I, I'm just I heard I heard like uh he, he fucking you know he he owned that that uh that character in, in uh, I know he did because I've seen the movie. So well, that's ridiculous. I'm not sure if it if it even made the cut uh, as far as the deadline. So I'm assuming because there there's Oscar buzz about that. There's a bu- there's Oscar buzz about that too. So I'm assuming it's gotta. But then yeah, it is interesting if it did if it didn't make the deadline. You think that because it was released in December. So I don't know. I'm not sure. I didn't notice it. I did not notice it unless I missed it. Um, I did not notice that it was nominated. Barbie won two awards. Um, it won best original song for Billie Eilish. Uh, what was I made for? And then it also won cinematic and box office achievement, which is a new category. Um, that Mission Impossible was also nominated for. I'm like, that didn't do box office records. You should have done that for Top Gun Maverick. Then you would have gotten. You would, that would have made more sense. Um, Paul Giamatti won. For best performance by an actor in the holdovers, I actually want to see that one because there's so also why, a lot of everybody's raving about it. Yeah, and that one is on. I think that's on Peacock already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the cock. L- yeah. Lily Gladstone won her first nomination, first win. I mean, not that's not very many times that happens, uh, but she won for um, Killers of the Flower Moon, best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. And that one is also coming to Apple Plus, um, I think, on January twelfth. So I'm waiting for that one. Have you guys, have you guys seen it yet? No, not yet. I have it. Not I, yet. I heard. I heard. Like she, she, she carries a lot of the scenes, even even when um, the the heavyweights were there in front of her. Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, it seems no, like yeah, a, she she could so hold that's, her own. That's that's a fucking. <laughs> I was like, dang, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she did. That's cool. Yeah, and then um, let's see if I'm missing anything else. Uh, Kieran Culkin won also for Succession, best performance by an actor in a t- television I'll series. I'll make my mom happy. And he beat out Pedro Pascal, and he even said, "Suck it, Pedro." <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> I thought that was funny. But The Last of Us was also nominated. Um, what's her name? Was nominated uh, for Ellie. Um, oh God! What's her name? And so was the show. The show was also nominated. Yeah, but thank God it didn't win. Uh, let's see. Agreed. Yeah. Now, so, imagine, imagine the ego of fucking uh, what's his name if, if they won like any sort of. Award oh, they'll get it for see. They'll get it for the next one. <laughs> for 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 the upcoming big death, uh, Ali Wong also won for beef. So that was cool. Um. Yeah, I uh the uh for animated film, uh it was Super Mario Brothers, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, uh The Boy and the Heron, which which The Boy and the Heron won, yep. so that's Miyazaki's latest film. It's the last one, yeah. or the last one, and so last one ever. 
so they're glad that it's it's the first one to receive you know oh, to win a Golden Globe, so that's cool. So at least it'll still be in the running. It's for pretty much giving him a more shows a posthumous uh, fucking award before he died. So Miyazaki died. No, no, he's not. He's not dead. He just retired. He's gonna. He's retiring oh. from, from filmmaking. I was gonna say I didn't hear anything about that. No, no, he, he's the boy in the hair on is the is his very last movie uh, for Ghibli. He he's still part of Studio Ghibli, but he doesn't have the creative uh, control anymore. His um, his. I was just making sure I didn't live under a rock because I didn't hear anything about him dying. You guys are making it sound like he's dead. No, no, it, like it's just basically giving him like that that, that award because like, he okay he gets nominated a lot. And then I know he Meryl gets, Street. He, he rarely wins, yeah. So. In like Meryl Street. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So that was the Golden Globes. Um, but I am looking forward. I actually will need to see Oppenheimer and I'd like to see Killers of the Flower Moon. So at least I'm going to see it before the Oscars. Um, and I'm trying to see what else is. Uh, um, it's interesting enough that uh, Poor Things. The Claw uh, should be there, right? Uh, which one? Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the Von Eric movie. What was that? It should be part of. It should be an Oscar-nominated movie, right? I would. Uh, there should have been some kind of nominations. I, I thought the movie was brilliant, but I'm. That's yeah, just me. Because the Oscars, remember? Yeah, they announced at like six a.m. The actual nominees. They they do a whole press event for the Oscars. Yeah. They'll announce that like I think it's in February where they announced that. Um, it happens really early, like. Uh, I don't care about deadlines. If Zac Efron doesn't get some kind of nomination at the Oscars, at least something. At least something. So, like, if Iron Claw doesn't get any nominations of any kind at the Oscars, it's it's egregious. It's egregious. So. Yeah. Uh, that's let's all see. I'll say. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Let's see. It's a um, must-watch film, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd like to see that too. And it's um, not just for wrestling fans either. It's, it's for, for people any. that enjoy a good fucking drama. Yeah, so it says here, this was written on December 11th, uh, InsideTheRopesWrestling.com. A24 is the Iron Claw snubbed in major movie nominations. Uh, the film is set to premiere in theaters on December 22nd and is already receiving praise from critics. However, USA Today reports that the film and its actors received zero nominations at the upcoming... So it, it made the deadline. It just didn't receive any nominations. Yeah, it just did, it got snubbed. Yeah, they just didn't, like, nominate it. Like, That's why yeah. I was going to say. There's no way it couldn't have made the deadline. Right. Yeah, so here's hoping that it still gets... Uh, a well, shot in uh you know the rest of the awards so we'll yep because the, the the rest of the award season if I don't see Iron Claw getting something uh, I don't understand it yeah yeah because usually a lot of the studios will also like start making um yeah those for your consideration you know posters to like nominate their films get their films nominated and have people think about uh, nominating their film. So someone posted on Reddit, uh, the Iron Claw Frenzy fans launch Oscar campaign for Zac Efron's nomination. I'm aware it's unlikely he will get a nom since he was already snubbed at the Golden Globes, but this is actually a good stepping stone to his career. 
hope he will get bigger opportunities and projects. That, yeah, I mean, he needs to get recognized. People need to get recognized for the work they do now. It does. Later is later. Yeah. If they, if yeah, they, exactly. If they do something worthy, something worthy of note now, then they need to get recognized now. Exactly. I mean, we Zac don't Efron. Talk later down the road. Right. Zach Efron has had already a very diverse career. So he's already put in the work. So for him to not get nominated now is still disrespectful. Like, come on. Exactly. He doesn't even have to win. At least nom- at least recognize the work that's been done. Exactly. Recognize right. it. Because that, that in itself is huge to be nominated. Um, mm-hmm. Emily Blunt was nominated, you know, Florence Pugh, all these other actors who've also put in the work. But, and of course, they get, you know, nominated. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, I guess there's the SAG and there's also the BAFTA. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We will see. Um, but yeah, I'm, I definitely need to, I definitely want to watch Oppenheimer uh, before the Oscars because it'll be exciting to see. Uh, hopefully, we'll see what happens with Christopher Nolan. But it's not, it's good that he got recognized tonight because I'm like, holy shit, really? After That's all, why time, I know Zac Efron don't stand a chance because look what they've done to Nolan, right? And Nolan's been putting in the work, every, yeah, every fucking year, two years yeah. or so when he comes out with a film, like holy shit. And it's and yeah, I mean for them to uh, for Universal because actually yeah, I was going to mention that too. Now that I remember, um, Universal has now surpassed Disney as far as box office. Uh, hits or at least from the previous year um universal has topped disney's box office records um and take that as you will disney has had a lot of uh releases as well but for universal to overtake them um that says something i mean you gotta you gotta take the l for all the marvel shit so well yeah i mean you had guardians made 800 million that's guardians 3 you would have thought at least that would have hit a billion. Um, um, Mike, did you hear about uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Ryan Reynolds like uh, fighting uh, Disney for for like tooth and nail for for fucking making sure that the Deadpool three is a R rated movie. I didn't hear about him fighting. They already said that it's going to be rated R. They're just trying to ask him to calm it down a little bit. I don't see why they would. You got you got Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. You got those two. They've had this social media fucking like love hate relationship for the longest time, and now they're back on screen. I mean, you don't. You have actually they have a good shot of hitting a billion with Deadpool three, because yeah. everyone's excited to see Wolverine and Deadpool back together again. And but, then supposedly they're, it's, they're, they're it's afraid. Good. They're afraid that again. Some of the parents because of bullshit. Disney. Fuck them. Because of Disney. I don't fucking it's, care. It's, yeah. who, who are you making this movie for? For the kids? No, nah, you're not. No. I'm making it for Deadpool fans. You're making it for the Deadpool. <laughs> you're making it for the Wolverine fans. You're making it for the 20, 30, 40, 50 year olds who have been there since day one, since the first X Men movie came out. Because, yeah, I mean, yes, people have been reading X Men comic books for much longer than that. But Hugh Jackman, I mean, Come on, Wol- he put Wolverine even further on the like. You got people attending 
Hugh Jackman's concerts when he was going on concert and doing the Wolverine flaws because they're fans of Wolverine, but yet they're attending Hugh Jackman's concert just to see him in concert, just to see Hugh Jackman. And yet these guys are Wolverine fans. Um, so whatever, Disney can do whatever. If they fuck around with it, well, hey, there's a good chance you may not. I, I think it, it's going it, to, it has the biggest chance to hit a billion dollars. Whether it's rated R or not, it's this year, right? It's coming out. This it's year? this year, it's this year. It's the only MCU, but not the only Marvel movie because we got Madame Web in February, and I can't wait for that shit. Oh god, Sydney <laughs> Sweeney in her Spider Woman suit. Oh, there's just something about it. It's like, oh, that's sexy. That's sexy. still not worth it. I just wish it. It's probably not going to be. I wish there was gonna be. There's gonna be more than ten minutes of. Screen time with them in the suits, but probably not. Most likely not. Um, probably get so, five minutes to be honest. Yeah, or maybe even like fucking three minutes. We'll give you three. <laughs> we'll tease you for the sequel. Oh. But you know, you know what would blow my mind if fucking Morbius showed up at the end. There you go. Hell yeah! That's then how I'll you do go it. see it. That's how then you do I'll it with Jared Leto, Jared Jesus crazy ass Leto. <laughs> um, then I'll so, go see it. This one's from Variety.com. This was written on January 2nd. Universal overtakes Disney as highest grossing studio at 2023 box office. Hell yeah. Thanks to Mario, uh, thanks to Mario, J. Robert Oppenheimer, and Megan. Whoa, I didn't even know. Jason Blum, I knew he was going to be somewhere. Universal Pictures rank as the high. Oh, so it's Mario. J. Okay. For. At first, I was like, Oppenheimer's first name is Mario? <laughs> so they meant Super Mario. Okay. So yeah, so Super Mario, Oppenheimer, and Megan. Universal Pictures ranked as the highest grossing studio at the 2023 box office. The company slate a range of 24 films that included the Super Mario Brothers movie, Oppenheimer, and Megan collected $4.9 billion in world, worldwide ticket sales. Universal's victory is notable because it marks the first time since 2015 that Disney was not the global box office leader. Wow. Good. Disney slid to second place in terms of market share as its 17 new films, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and The Little Mermaid among them, raked in $4.8 billion globally. In a note to press, the studio partially attributed the $80 million difference to the fact that Disney released seven fewer movies than Universal in 20. I'm sorry. If Indiana Jones made more money, it would not have mattered. Yeah, you wouldn't be having that argument. If Guardians 3 hit a billion dollars, it would not have mattered. If Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania fucking made at least 600. And the Marvels, which is now your lowest grossing MCU movie, which is a sequel to a billion dollar movie as well. If that made even 500 million or 400 million, it would not have mattered if you had lesser movies. Because that means your characters and your IP would have still draw, uh, drew in all the crowds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's quality over quantity. Over quantity. Yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't matter if you release you. You have the most IP. You have Disney princesses. 
you have Marvel, you have fucking Star Wars. Oh, but that's right. No Star Wars movies from 2023. It's all on streaming. Because now all you guys wanted to do was bet on streaming. Well, guess what? How much money can you really make on streaming? Make what? 15 bucks a month per family, per household? Ten Instead of what? Over $100 maybe in tickets per family at the movie theater? If that or even maybe a little bit less, but still. Yeah, you won't even let them uh, fucking uh, like you know, like clone your your accounts and shit like that, so you can get like more money and shit. But no, exactly. Netflix. Fucking yep. Yeah. So they they also had um yeah Universal endured a few misfires as well, but none were as painful as the vampire comedy Renfield, which limped to twenty six million globally. Book Club, the next chapter, failed to reach thirty million worldwide. Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, barely hit forty-five million. Fast X cost four hundred, uh, three hundred forty million, and barely broke even. The film grossed seven hundred four million, enough to stand as the fifth biggest movie of the year. Wow, um, yeah. So Warner Brothers landed in a distant third place with three point eighty-four billion globally, led by Barbie, The Nun Two, and Wonka. Wow. Can you imagine if Warner Brothers had had Oppenheimer? That would have pushed them another billion. And they would have been, been sitting at least at 4.8 billion. But no. Someone had to fuck up. And you lost Christopher Nolan. So because now... Big, because the hierarchy of fucking movies... Was about to change. Was about to change. <laughs> well, hey, that was... Hey, I gotta give The Rock credit. He worked to get Henry Cavill. And it was not his fault Henry Cavill got, was fucking, like, not hired or fired. But he wasn't fired. No, he was they, just not hired. What the fuck you, do you, you call heard that about shit? The clause that, you heard about the clause <laughs> that, uh, that Dwayne Johnson has, right, in his movies? What's his clause? Right, he won't He won't lose. He's not going to lose any, any fights. Well, he didn't want to get punched by a kid. He didn't want to get punched by Shazam. No, but it didn't matter. Like, that was no, one of his is... biggest things. That's why he wanted to go against Superman. Superman's not a kid. Superman's no, like, an adult. But it didn't matter. He, he he said that he didn't want to lose to Superman. Also, I'm like, no, you're gonna lose to Superman because Superman, Superman, you're you're the yeah. rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know, but hey, but why he said, is he gonna lose to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? No, <laughs> because you know that's his cousin, and he's gonna be like, oh, he's gonna give him give him the 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 blessing. You you know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah. Um. Hey, but I'm, I'm happy that Jinder Mahal is back because, like, that, that bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Good dude. dude, he is the ultimate bad guy. I fucking hate his face, dude, so much. But he's such a he's such a great wrestler. Like, I love when Triple H fucks with people. Oh yeah, dude, that was the ultimate. Like, I'm glad he's back. Yeah, it's the ultimate troll because, like, didn't didn't what's his name or um, Vince didn't want him at all anymore. Yep. Good. And now he's back, so he's the ultimate troll. You're right. I like it, dude. And he, he's like, oh, I I just, you guys are laughing. You know, you guys are booing the, like, you know, the the national anthem in Punjabi. And I, yeah. I, that didn't even sound like fucking the national anthem in Punjabi. But what I, and I don't speak Punjabi. It doesn't even <laughs> All I heard is Jindal Mahala. I was like, get the hell out of here. 
here, dude. I don't remember Jinder Mahal being in our national anthem, but yeah. Yeah, but like whatever. It was funny. I was cracking up when I saw him. So I was just like, uh, and then I, when I heard The Rock, I said, oh, God, here comes The Rock. And he's like, uh, let me guess. Well, that's why I said, what's where's his contract at? Because he's not beating Roman Reigns. No, he's not. It, like, it's just in the, in the movies, I think. So Okay. Cause then, yeah, because the WWE he, won't do that. Because then, didn't he give the blessing to um to Cena? Yeah. Okay. Same thing with uh, same thing with the uh, Hogan, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So. Yeah, whichever. Yeah. So, Sony was number four with two mm. point two billion, because they had Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and then Equalizer three. And Ridley Scott's Napoleon. Oh, that's a good ass movie, by the way. Equalizer. Napoleon. No, Equalizer. Oh, Equalizer. Equalizer three. <laughs> Equalizer three. I think Napoleon. is on. I think Equalizer. Well, I heard that it's was on good Netflix. Too. Oh. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's Equalizer on Netflix. three is on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I think one and two are on Hulu or Paramount. Was one of them. I think it's on Netflix also. I've never seen them, so I'm gonna the start Equalizer with one. Equalizer three is brutal, man. It's like, brutal. It's violent shit in it. I love it. They, Pinhead, they they started from the from the from here on Equalizer, <laughs> and then they said, eh, "Let's just make get a little violent on Equalizer 2. and then all of a sudden, over the top. Equalizer three, I'm like, I'm like, am I watching a horror movie or like the Equalizer here, dude? So I've so, never seen any of them, so I want to start with the first one like, and then go, go to it's one of Denzel's best works. Okay, Denzel's yeah. a badass in it. You have to see it. Like, yeah. it, it it's like John Wick with Denzel Washington, right? Yeah. And he times I, himself, and, and he's like, he's he's gonna be, he's gonna look at his he's watch. He's gonna time himself. So. He's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, you know, he's he's looking at you. He's looking at the 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 room. He's gonna be like, yeah, four seconds. <laughs> and I'm like, four seconds. What the fuck do you mean four seconds? And I see, you know, slow motion, which is perfectly good slow motion action. Yes. Per- yes. Perfect, perfectly, yeah, perfectly yeah, choreographed. Okay. Perfect choreographed slow motion action. There's no seeds but... being thrown on the farm. No, 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 no seeds. Not like fucking hot no dogs seeds. on a grill. No, no seeds. But then, but you know, like the, the slow motion then turn, turns into fast pace, and the next thing you know, four seconds done. And then, and then he, he, you know, he just looks at you like this. Nice. Nice. I can't <laughs> wait. I will. I, I will can concur. Definitely start it. Yeah. And then Paramount. Paramount was top, five, rounded out top five. With major titles like Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part One, mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, and mm-hmm. Paw Patrol: The Mighty Movie. Oh yeah, I they, forgot they had Paw Patrol. They, they made two billion dollars globally. So yeah, most of it is Paw Patrol. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got the movie, uh, you got the merchandising. So hey, you know, yeah. Yeah, when they showed that trailer, I was like, oh, shit, fucking Paw Patrol movie. <laughs> I'm like, thank God my kids aren't into this one and something else. <laughs> like, geez. Nope. Yeah, because <clears throat> it, it, it's a phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, let me yeah. see. It's great. What else? Um, there are a list. There's a list of you all watch the Paw Patrol, Kuya? I, I had to because of uh, my nephews and my nieces and stuff. My mom watches that shit, so I just. I mean, it, it's very. You you learn a lot if you're a kid, 
if you pay attention. But like you know, most of the, most of the kids they like they like the little flash anyways. They just think, oh my god, you know. But like, if you actually sit down and and watch it, you learn a lot of shit. But my they, mom but... literally, yeah. My mom literally action, puts so. that on in the background for the dog. So oh yeah, <laughs> and the dog will watch the shit. I'm like, are you yeah. fucking kidding? Yeah. Like, hey, it's circus. my heroes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is the circus. So, oh, I th- I got to tell you, they showed the trailer for Furiosa, a Mad Max saga, on um on the big screen, and I was like, this movie yeah, is fucking good. And I, yeah, I, it does. I hope they will re-release Mad Max Fury Road on the big screen before. Before Furiosa drops, Furiosa drops on May twenty four. Um, by the way, Oppenheimer is re releasing in IMAX theaters, um, and then so is Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, uh, re releasing in theaters. So there's an opportunity to catch that. But I feel like I'm just gonna buy the, I'm gonna blind buy a Christopher Nolan film on Blu-ray, since mm. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna I'm gonna end up liking it anyway. I might as well spend the money for a Blu-ray. Compared to going fucking IMAX, I'm gonna spend about just about the same amount of money anyway. Oh, uh, you haven't seen Oppenheimer? No, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, I thought you had. Okay, okay. I haven't. I misunderstood. I had an opportunity to see it in 70 millimeter, but I was in Texas and I was there for business, so I was like, man, I could have seen it in fucking like two in the morning. But I was like, man, I was so tempted though. I'm like, yeah, it's oh, a, it, there's a it's 70 a millimeter movie. theater or 60. Sorry, not 70. I think I think it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure it was 70 or 65. Whatever IMAX film. It's like, oh, real IMAX cinema. But I'm like, man, oh well. Um, so here's a list of the big movies that are coming out this year. So you got Night Swim, January 5th. So that already dropped. Argyle, February 12th. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't look bad. It looks like it actually looks movie. fun. It looks fun. You got Henry Cavill with a what the fuck haircut, fucking dancing with Dua Lipa. <laughs> I'm like, let me be Henry Cavill for like five minutes dancing with Dua Lipa. <laughs> um, Madame Webb on Feb 14th, the perfect date movie date. <laughs> I don't know what made them come like think like, hey, this you know this movie will be good for for Valentine's weekend. Uh, Dune, well, a date movie. Dune Part Two, March first, <laughs> which a lot of li- which have made a lot of lists, like social media pages, like our most anticipated movies. The first thing you see is Dune Part Two. I'm like, ooh, what happened to nothing happened in Part One? You all are so excited to see. Yeah, it you guys were talking <laughs> shit about the first one. Now you want to. Yeah, see I'm stuff. like, That's where was one. where was all this excitement for Part One? Read the fucking book, losers. <laughs> Kung, Fu Pan- Kung Fu Panda 4, March 29. Uh, Ghostbusters, the, is it the Frozen Kingdom or some Frozen Empire? Yeah, Frozen March, Empire. March 29. Godzilla, X-Kong, the new empire. So we oh, had the... One, we, the, we one got, with the, the one with the fucking ape Thanos, right? And we got Baby Kong. Um... And, and that's you know how they do like the things with the trailers now where they they show the title and then they, they do like a three second scene and the three second scene is like hey is that a baby car and like really that's your three second like you this know, is why I hate Godzilla shot. Godzilla yeah April twelfth 
so God's so we have Ghostbusters, the fro- Frozen Empire, and we have Godzilla, the New Empire. <laughs> like, bro, you guys want to workshop your title? Yeah, like, please. We have If, which actually looks fantastic. Uh, my kids, my daughter is really excited to see it. If is the Ryan Reynolds uh film oh, uh, about the imaginary friends. friends yeah. It looks great. And it's it's interesting because in their they have like a behind the scenes trailer. It's like it's basically their idea of like a live action Pixar film. And I'm like, it looks like it. I'm like, okay, May, that's May 17. I'm actually we're actually all looking forward to it as a family. It actually looks good. Um, cool. Fur- Furiosa, a Mad Max saga, May 24. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, May 24. So you have Furiosa. And Planet of the Apes going against each other. Um, ballerina, a John Wick. Someone's Wicks gonna have to back down. Yeah, right. You have Ballerina with uh, Anna de Armas, a John Wick spinoff, June seven. Bad Boys Four. Wait, 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 wait time out, time out. Let's let's give this an extra fifteen seconds because Anna de Armas with guns. Well, yeah, and a ballerina. So, you know, you better show me some ballerina shit doing all these, you know, cool-ass, twisty, flexible shit. <laughs> Dancing. Bad Boys 4, well, June 14. She doesn't have to dance. She's, she's flexible. Inside Out 2 is June 14. Uh, a, a Quiet Place, day one. Because the last Quiet Place was not was not a prequel enough. Well, they... They showed the day be- the day of or the day before, but now we're going day one. Yeah, I guess this is cool. after. I'm hoping it's not a prequel. I'm hoping is it, it's is it after. The, is it the same people? Is it, is it Krasinski? Well, supposedly Krasinski is not doing anything with this one anymore. I think he's oh, moving no, on. Because Krasinski, Krasinski, John Krasinski directed If, so he's doing If. So I think he already sold the right. rights. Yeah, yeah, that, thumbs down on that one. Yeah, yeah June twenty eighth. That's cash grab. Despicable, Despicable Me 4. I did not even know that this was coming out. July 3rd. Twisters, the sequel to Twister. July 19th. I have no idea who's going to be in it. <laughs> the Paxton's dead. There's no, there's no reason. Oh, to exactly. Just, yep. re- just re-release the original film. Do an, anniversary, do an anniversary re-release, whatever. Why do we need the Twisters? Well, I guess maybe it's global warming. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna work. That's who cares. <laughs> Deadpool, uh, of course, Deadpool three, July twenty sixth. Uh, Border Borderlands, August nine. Alien Romulus, August yeah. sixteen. August sixteen. We don't have any teaser though. No teaser. No, no trailer yet. It doesn't matter. It's it doesn't August. Matter. It doesn't matter. We got eight months or seven months now. It, it, it's uh. It, is it uh? Ready. It d- for me, it does matter because there should be a trailer. There should least. be a teaser, yeah. Exactly, a teaser. No, but is it really? has it has had it done before the strike was even happened. Is it Ridley Scott? No, it's Fede Alvarez. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck. And Ridley gave it the thumbs up. He said, I've seen the film in its entirety and it's cut and it's great. So Ridley seen it. We need a teaser already. If he, it's been done, yeah, there should be a teaser. You should be like, hyping the shit out of this. Because this movie, I can't wait. In a year where Dune Part Two is coming out, you, it, there better be a teaser in front of Dune Part Two. 
Oh, you're not lying. You're I mean, not that, lying. I mean, what what better way to promote Alien, an which, Alien which, movie, which, in front of another show, sci-fi? Which, uh, which movie or which movie studio was this? It should be Fox, Fox which is now owned by Disney. Yeah. 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 So. so Deadpool, then. Um, you got Craven the Hunter, August thirty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with you. <laughs> Beetlejuice two. See this? Yeah. Beetlejuice two. Nope. See, funnily enough, I've never seen the original Beetlejuice. I want to see it. That's why. That's why. That's why. <laughs> that's why it's a thumb. As soon as soon as, as soon as you watch uh, Beetlejuice, the first one. Yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna be like this too automatically. You'll be really? with, uh, yeah. Really? Yes. Because it like is Beetlejuice? a classic. No. Oh, okay. Okay. No, 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 oh, okay. No. Okay. No. 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 We're saying because Beetlejuice needs to do... exactly. It's a standalone. Oh, okay. It's, okay. It's like the Matrix. Leave it the fuck but, alone. But you're you're yep. getting you're getting Michael Keaton back. You're getting Winona. Doesn't matter. You're getting Jenna Ortega. I agree with you one hundred percent. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And I love Jenna. I love Jenna. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Transformers One, which is an animated Transformers movie. Optimus Prime. <laughs> Optimus Prime is going to be voiced by Chris Hemsworth and not Peter. Um, what's his name? Nope. Colin. Peter Cullen. Nope. Who, by the way, Peter Cullen just received a Lifetime Achievement Award from. Yeah. Um, that thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Up. He received a Lifetime Achievement Award for voicing Optimus Prime uh, from the National Academy of Television. Television Arts and Sciences. Yep. So that was cool. Well His speech was great. And, and the the guy you, you, who awarded you heard the story. Him, you heard the story and how how he voiced he got the voice of Optimus yes he Prime. got it from his brother. Yep. He got it from his brother from, from his marine brother. Yes. Um, the person Ooh. that ha- that handed him the award was the voice the original voice of Megatron. Um, mm. Yeah. Nice. So. Uh, so it's Transformers One, an animated Transformers movie on the big screen, nope. September thirteen. Your Sam's first? Nope. Joker, Folle Adieu, October four with Lady Gaga. I have to because my girl. I have yeah, to because my girl. Uh, Venom three, November eight. You got Gladiator two, November twenty second. Which okay, has he's, he's dead already. Well, Ow. it's it's not Ow. about him. It's not about matter. him. Doesn't matter. It's, it's got there. Denzel. Not it's only got that, Denzel. It's modern. It's modern era Ridley Scott. No. Yeah. Nope. No. You got, you got Denzel though in Gladiator too. I don't care. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings: The War of the Rohirrim, December thirteen. Oh, the Karate Kid, December thirteen, which is supposed to star Jackie Chan and Ralph Macchio. Yeah. I... <laughs> Sonic three. December if it's, 20. If it's the same fucking movie, uh, similar to to the goddamn kung fu movie that Jackie Chan made, made right here. <laughs> yeah, I concur. <laughs> Thumbs down. So you got Sonic Three, December twenty. Okay, that's fine. It's, I'm it's, looking forward to that. The, Mufasa. The aren't bad. Okay, nope. Muf- Mufasa, nope, the Lion King. Nope. December twenty. <laughs> Who the fuck yeah. asked for a the Mufasa prequel? Who the fuck? No fuck, one. Nope. And Disney's one, fuck? and Disney's wondering like, well, why aren't our movies making money? Who, who like, the fuck asked for the live action like Lion King CGI movie? Yeah, that too. That too. Like I, I've never, I've never watched it. Listen to what I said. Live action CGI movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking idiots. So I hate those, I hate Beyonce so much, dude. She fucking um, ruined Nala for me. I know there's also a list of all movies that are celebrating anniversaries this year. Particularly a lot of movies that have ten years, uh, ten years. Twenty years that have released like two thousand four. One of them is The Incredibles. Like holy shit, twenty years since The Incredibles. But hold on, Maxine and Nosferatu weren't on that list because they're slated to be out here this year. Okay, too. yeah, yeah, they weren't on the list. So whoever what? made that, whoever made that list, fuck you. Wait, wait, wait. Because Maxine and Nosferatu are supposed, especially Maxine, is guaranteed to be out this year. Yeah, that wasn't on that wait, list. Pin, 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 pin. Nosferatu, like the original Nosferatu, they're remaking it. Yes, yeah, with the, Willem Dafoe. The Northman. Oh, okay, 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 okay. He's working on his adaptation of Nosferatu. It's got. Is, is, that the, is that like the behind the scenes thing, like like that one movie with? Uh, no, okay, this okay. no, is no. a full. This is a full. Like he's paying homage to F. W. Morales' fucking original. Ooh. He going all in. He isn't Lily Rose Depp in it too? She's supposed to be in it, and like a, yeah, and so, Skarsgård. So Bill Skarsgård is playing Count Orlock. Lily Rose Depp is playing Ellen Hutter. Willem Dafoe is play, playing Professor Albin. Um, okay. Emma Corrin, Nicholas Holt is also there. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Damn, yeah. Nicole Kidman. Holy shit, it's that. He's yeah, stacking it. Is, it is stacked. Yeah. And I'm I actually want to see that too. Um yeah. Yep. Oh, so it's set to be released theatrically on December 25th, 2024. Oh fucking Christmas, Christmas Day. <laughs> I mean, you could you could have done it on Halloween, but you know, no, 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 no. Christmas. Why, this is, why, this, why this, is this is the gift that, that we'll keep on giving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An ancient Transylvanian vampire stalks a haunted young woman in 19th century Germany. So, wow. Yeah, ro- directed by Robert Eggers. And I like The Northman. The Northman. Yeah, and Robert fucking, Eggers. Fucking trip, but fucking awesome. I was like, holy the, the, shit. The Northman is the best adaptation of Hamlet I've ever seen in my life, man. <laughs> oh, it man. is Hamlet. It is Hamlet. Uh, fucking film. Um, if, if, if you, if you look, read between the lines, it is Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's so, still great. Oh, it was great. Northman was great. So there are a bunch of movies celebrating anniversaries in 2024. I had a list, but I can't find it, of course, when I need it. Still, um, still considered one of the best uh, superhero movies of all time. Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> it is a Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> they have sure. all the powers. It's all there. <laughs> Not all of them. They, well, they, don't have, they don't have the, the flame guy. They don't yeah, have Jack Jack. Guy. He fucking flamed on. No, that's part two, bro. Oh, he did in the first one, at the end when fucking syndrome got him was taking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him. yeah, he did. See, yeah, and he was like fucking <laughs> flipping out, like what the fuck? And then they're like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to look. Okay, twenty. Here, let's keep it simple. Twenty movies turning twenty years old in 2024. What the oh, fuck? <laughs> yeah, The Aviator. I have not seen The Aviator. I need to see that. Yeah. The note the notebook. Yeah. Million Dollar Baby. Shit, I haven't seen Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby was good. Yeah. Come on, load. 
Can we load our websites? Come on. Holy shit. It's a million dollar baby was older than that. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Ray with uh okay. Jamie Foxx. Mean Girls, which actually Mean Girls is getting I thought it was like a sequel. It's a musical. It's a, a reboot. Movie. It's a reboot musical. Yeah. Uh so I was like, oh shit. Interesting. So my my, my wife is like, nah, it's not the real thing. But I'm like, okay. Well, it's, 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 it's going to be for a new generation. So there yeah, you go. Fuck, those, fuck that generation. <laughs> <laughs> for Gen Z. Also, they fuck Pepsi, right? The, new, the next generation. They don't, they don't deserve the, they don't deserve quality ass uh, <laughs> like teenage movies. Well, it's got. It, I was surprised. Moana is in it. A Louis Car. Car uh, so I'm like, okay, so they're really gonna sing because they got Moana in it. So they're gonna be they're gonna be ready to sing then. Um, but the t- the trailer doesn't even show any singing. They're hinting at it in the title because there's a note it's, in the logo. It's the, the cast the cast itself alone like, right. shows like, it is gonna be like a, the musical. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, interesting. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which I really I really like. One of those. I, th- I that's still what think it, it's the best one. It started to get darker. And I was like, oh, no, I, I really, I like I really feel it's it's the best uh, Harry Potter movie. Yeah, because guess who directed it, guys? Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah. Ah, uh, Anchorman: The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Of course. The Polar Express, which yeah. I, we we actually just watched a few weeks ago before Christmas. We were like, wow, I've never seen this never movie seen it. by itself. At first, like I thought the. The motion capture was looked weird, but when we watched it, it was fine. I, maybe it looks weird if it's on a big screen, but it, it looked fine on the TV. It just I'm weirded like, me out when I saw a cartoon fucking Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? I'm just like, <laughs> you're, 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 you're too wholesome already. God damn it. Like, why, why are you making yourself more wholesome? Oh, this is a good one. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay. It's been 20 years. The Incredibles, as we mentioned. The Passion of the Christ. Oh, yeah. Oof. Saw, the first yeah. Saw film. First one. Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. That, that, those, that's one of the first movies, uh, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, like one of the, one of the first uh, in, in the indie movie things that we saw together. If yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. I, re- I remembered watching that with you. It was made with a, a budget of under $500,000. Became we a like, cult classic. I think, I think we, were, we were watching it and then we were like, what the fuck is this movie about? Like, I yeah, no <laughs> I was just watching it. I was just like, and what's his name? Fucking Kip with his girlfriend Lafonda yeah, yeah. <laughs> and their uncle Rico. Uncle Son Rico. of the Dead. I like that one. Son of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. Kill Bill Volume Two. Where the uh, fuck is Volume Three, Quentin? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Volume Three? No, Bill is already dead in Volume Two, bro. But remember, we were they set it up with the daughters, with Beatrix, uh, the daughter of Beatrix and the daughter of um, he's not, who was he's not gonna daughter. make it because he has one more movie left. He's uh, not gonna. He's gonna. He's not gonna the make the one uh, more. Just make volume three. Uh, he's doing the. Do it. He's doing the last one, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, Crash. The uh, Crash, the Oscar film that nominate was nominated or even oh. won. Yeah. Oh, the one uh, where, like, you know, everybody, you know, like, all random stories, and then the United... Right, one, like, interconnected, and then it's snowing in Los Angeles. Like, whoa. 
the well, vi- better version of traffic. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. The Village, M. Night Shyamalan's The Village, which I absolutely <laughs> loved. Nice. And I, I do too. I, I had the too. biggest crush on Bryce Dallas Howard when I, that came I out. I was like, who's like this girl? She's I pretty. know. I love I, the village. I, I love the that village. Movie. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love the village. Like, I, I've been to New Jersey. I've never seen a fucking area like that. Like that's so secluded that you don't, you know, you can't walk past and not not see like another highway. That's fine. So, I still love that. I still love that village. Here's yes. another indie film, Garden State, with Zach Braff. Oh, that's never another one that, that um, Mike yeah. and I fell in love with. And I got into the never soundtrack. Saw. I'm like, soundtrack, ooh, that's yep. really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Yep, classic. This is one of my favorites too. The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Yep, the, I think this man. this was the year that we we started watching independent like like all the all the movies. Yeah, yeah. Because this this was um what's his name uh fucking Wes Wes Anderson Wes, Wes Anderson Wes yeah. Anderson yeah 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 and then they fucking had. Filipino pirates. I'm like, yep. oh, they're speaking Tagalog. I'm like, yay, we got Filipinos on the fucking big screen, but they're bad guys. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, but they're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's Filipino. It's okay. Yeah. So, and that's all I have here on this list. I'm sure there's probably more. Yeah. But there was there was another comprehensive, I'm going to have to look for it. There was another list that like the 10 years, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Pinhead, there was a time in, in, in the 2000s that uh, Mike and I were like we we go through Walmart and we look for like the weirdest fucking movies and we we try to watch it, you know, just 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 because like you know we want to we want to be like uh, auteurs for uh uh for cinema. film you know for cinema. Yeah. And then like I, I found one. No, no, I I found one that uh, Mike thought it was kind of cool at the beginning, but then after a while he's like, you know what, I don't want to watch this fucking movie anymore. What was it's it? Called, it is Itchy the Killer, Pinhead? Oh, I don't even remember that. I don't even remember that. Mike, remember, remember, like when when the guy sliced off the nipples. Oh shit! Wow. I, don't even, I don't even remember that. Yeah. I must have erased it from my I memory. I understand why you tapped out. Wow. Yeah. I I watched yeah, the whole thing. Too. So did I. That movie is brutal. You know. Yeah. Like, I I gave, I gave props. I gave props to the people that created it. And then, and then that's when that's when uh, I fell into the deep dark hole of uh, all the dark Asian movies. So like yeah. old boy, all of all of these other. Yep. Like I saw the devil. All all, yep. all of these fucking yep. movies. God dang it! Like I fell in love. I was just like, yep. I'm not, I'm never ever going back. So I saw the devil, and they want to remake that shit too. Uh, God, they're working on it. I think I saw Old Boy on. I still need to watch. It's Old on Netflix. Boy. It's on Netflix. Okay, yeah, I still need to watch. Mike, yeah, Old Boys, Old Boys. The Korean. Yeah, this, this, this is the there. Korean version. Mike. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the Spike Lee shit. Yeah, yeah it's Mike. still there. It's still there. So I'm gonna watch it. Mm, mm, watch, watch across the, <laughs> along with the gods first before you do this. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. Old Boys might not might not be for you, Mike. <laughs> It's it's basically like you know asking asking a first time Filipino uh, eater to to try balut for the very first fucking time. Why you is know? it because it's brutal? Um, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. uncomfortable. <laughs> it, it's it's not for everybody. That's that's for, that's for dang sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you want to watch it, it's but cool. good luck. You, I, I'd say good luck, Mike. You yeah. go ahead. <laughs> like, just don't blame us when we, yeah, we, give, we give you fair warning. I won't blame you. Why will I blame you? No, you're gonna be like, God damn it, Kuya and fucking Pinhead. I like, why did you guys like, you know, not hey, force me? I, not to, I didn't like, say nothing. Don't put me in it. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but like, yeah, I think Mike Mike tapped out at the. The, the nipple scene in Itchy the Killer, but like he got grossed out already with the 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 tempura uh, oil, the hot I, oil. I don't even remember that. So I'm like, Itchy must the have... oh, so other movies: Turning Twenty, Shrek Two, Spider Man Two, Troy, The Day After Tomorrow, Meet the Fockers, Shark Tale, I Robot, National Treasure, Van Helsing, The Born Supremacy, Catwoman. Who the fuck oh, cares about Catwoman? Hey, man. It's much better than the Marvels. That's for damn sure. Really? Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, I think so. Uh, oh, man. It's How, Halle Berry. It's Halle Berry. How's Moving Castle? Oh, How's Moving Castle? Cool. Yeah, there. man, I'm, I need to look for that list. There was another list that like broke down all the other movies turning 20, 30... What, what? Mike, one of my missions in life right now is to collect every Studio Ghibli fucking movie ever. Yeah, I, I just I want I I want a collection. I, I just I'm not even I'm not even sure if I can watch all of them because some of them are like so weird. But like he has more than more than what what we know, uh, for sure. I haven't he, seen one of those films ever. Princess Mononoke, you haven't seen it. I haven't nope. seen Princess Mononoke. I haven't seen Princess Mononoke. I haven't um, seen any of it. Princess Mononoke would be the very first one for you, Pinhead. I think you would like that one. It's very um Japanese mythology and lore. Yeah. It deals with like demons and all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh yeah, I think Mike Mike would Princess Mononoke would be cool also. Yeah, I've seen Spirited Away and Ponyo. Yeah. I've seen Spirit, those two. Spirited Away I think would be cool for, for Pinhead too, I think. Because it deals with the yokai, so <laughs> and that's kind of cool. Yeah, and they did a play of um spirit. Was it Spirited Away? Yeah, they did a play of that. Did you see the con- They did a concert thing with like Dragon Ball. Did you see mm-hmm. that shit? Was it in Japan or China? Oh, Naruto. They did one. Yeah, they did one with Dragon Ball, and they had the fucking. It looked cool. They had the the effects. Oh, they had the. the- um, I think the they dragon? had I think they had the dragon. Yeah, they had the dragon. They had it was fucking awesome. It was cool. They had the the costumes look great. The actors look fucking fantastic. I'm like, where's my live action Dragon Ball? Not that fucking 2004 or whatever shit that they did <laughs> with Justin Chatwin and fucking Brainiac whatever uh, from Buffy as Piccolo. I'm like. I put on the scene. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I, I've never still watched it. I'm like, "What the hell?" Dragon Ball Evolution. I'm like, <laughs> fucking Goku's be played by a white boy. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, but then they they played the uh, Chichi as like an Asian girl. Hmm. Oh, that's right. Who played Chichi? Was it? Was, um, uh, what's her name? Can't even remember her name. Oh man! Now I'm going through Dragon Ball Evol- oh, 2009. Holy shit! No. Jamie Chung played Chi Chi. Jamie Chung. Yeah. Emmy Rossum played Bulma. James Marsters played King Piccolo. Oh, he was King Piccolo. 
He wasn't the piccolo that we know. Um, Chow Yun Fat played Master Roshi. What the fuck? I don't remember that. Yeah. Ernie Hudson was Sifu Norris. Who's Sifu Norris? He's supposed to be um, Popo. Oh, okay. You had some other Asian actors here. Is it yeah, like cool? The, the guy that, that gets beat up, like the Wilma's old boyfriend before Vegeta. Yeah. Yamcha. So. Yamcha. There you go. Yeah, but I'm like, it's time we get a fucking Dragon Ball Z live. Do fucking do a series on Netflix. Dump that Netflix money. Come on. They Please. won't, and they'll fuck it up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you're gonna do the fights. I don't either. It's in like, it's especially great. when you get in, when you get into Dragon Ball Z territory, that's impossible to do. But all that Netflix money. I want to see fucking you need Goku. Apple money, like, <laughs> like you do it on uh, Apple. <laughs> I, I have uh, news. Uh, I have news about the Yu Yu Hakusho, the the show behind me, right? Yeah, the, the live action. Yeah, um, there, everybody, and and these are like the majority of the fans. They said that they understood why they did what they did to make the live action the way it is, and they were fairly entertained. And they actually liked it. My brother-in-law didn't like it. Yeah, I'm sure Vaughn said they they rushed they did they comp- yeah. they condensed a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. like that's it. No, no, they 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 took they like seriously they they it was so, uh, you know, because they just combined everything because there were there's no there's no none none of the memorable tropes like they did. But the, I I understood because they they want to focus on the 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 grown up story I guess instead of the 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 shit that. <laughs> You know, because it took it took a while for them to get to get their their bearings straight in the in the manga and in the cartoon. So, so like they they just cut they just nipped it like really like heavy heavy cuts. So the the next the next one, and I I heard they are making season two. It's gonna be the 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 other side. So after the tournament, uh, oh it's okay, be, it's gonna be a different it's gonna be a different uh person. So, but yeah. Like you know, like a lot of a lot of my the people that I I watch and and you guys to anime when they saw it, just like, yeah, it's not bad. It's you know they said it's be- it's better than what what we expected it to be. So yeah, that's cool. But, but you know the Filipino fans they they're gonna hate it because it's not Eugene. Where's the tournament? Dennis. Where's the yeah. tournament? Yeah, but it's okay. It's not for everybody. Yeah, um, but hey, it's almost February, so Avatar: The Last Airbender is coming soon, and so mm-hmm. is um, what's the other, the FX uh, samurai series? Is it uh, Ronin? Shogun, Shogun, Shogun. Yeah, I did a round two because I sh- showed it to Julie. Blue Eye Samurai. So, and I noticed some things that I didn't w- notice the first time watching around, watching Peaches. it around. Yeah, peaches. I wanted to talk to Jesser about it, but you know, but yeah, that ep- that episode five, that episode five is fantastic. It was great, dude. And some of the needle drops are great, like yep. when she starts getting into fighting. Like I'm like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, and, I mean, like it's very, it's very real. Like you know, no matter how skilled she is, you know, in regards to the fighting, she was outnumbered, or she she was like facing bigger people, so she had to struggle a lot. And I was like, that's kind of cool. It's very, it's very nice to see that. Because sometimes the protagonist will just whoop everybody's ass, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and I like that. Cool. Um, the act, 
actor that plays Mizu is Maya Erskine. She's half Japanese, half American. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. And she will be playing Mrs. Smith in Mr. and Mrs. Smith with um uh what's his name? In uh Childish in- Gambino. The new I think it's Amazon Prime, Mr. and Mrs. Smith series. Yeah. So Donald Glover? Donald yeah. Glover, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It looks fun. I I saw it. I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, okay, that that looks fun. It, it's not, it's not like it's not like the the movie, bro. So, oh God, why? <laughs> the time to milk any any teat right now that has the you know that, exactly like. I'll tell you what show I'm I'm really enjoying right now. It's called The Americans on Hulu. That show's great. I'm on season two right now, and I can't get enough. I'm like, holy! Oh, I'm actually savoring it. I'm like, it's, I'm not rushing it. It's pretty good. It is Shows. fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. it's really good. It's and really K- good. Harry Russell was nominated tonight in the Golden Globes for The Diplomat. I'm like, okay, I can look forward to that one after. <laughs> so, Reacher is yeah. pretty good, guys. This, the, this season is Reacher, awesome. yeah, I need to get back. So to the T1000s in Reacher? Which one? Robert Patrick's in Reacher. Does he play the father? Yeah. Yeah, he plays the father. Yeah. Now I got to watch it. No, no, no. Uh-huh. He, you know, he's not the dad. He's, he's um, not the dad. He's like he's he's the bad guy. Oh, he's the bad guy. Okay. Yeah, but but now like, I gotta watch it. Yeah, he's a, he's pretty. He's, he's still Robert Patrick. He's still intimidating. So. Well, let's see. I'll watch it for myself. And I didn't realize that that's the dude from uh, that that comedy show or the comedy Friday yep. or whatever. Yeah, I didn't the know it was the football dude. show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Blue Mountain State. I think. Blue Mountain State. Yeah, yeah, Blue yeah. Mountain State. I didn't realize it was that. It was That's him. him. That's I him. Like, I was like, and he was Aquaman in Smallville. That is true. Yeah, that's right. And now he wants to play Batman. And wasn't he fucking Hawk fucking Titans? Yes, or- he was. Um, he was Hawk. Yeah. yeah. With um, what's her name's Dove. Uh, yeah, dove, turtle dove. She was fucking hot too. Like, oh, yeah, Mika Kelly. She's a yes, Mika Kelly. Joke. Oh yeah, I was like, damn, I love that bitch. And she used to be a nurse, and she gave up nursing to be an actor. I'm like, well, good for you. I don't blame her. Thank you. <laughs> but Amen. I'm like, hey, Hallelujah. I wouldn't have minded you being my nurse. <laughs> yeah, be my nurse too, hey, baby. Isn't, wait, isn't she, or is she divorced already from Derek Jeter, or is she still married to her? To him? I have no idea. I didn't even know she was. I don't give a fuck. Fuck Derek Jeter. (laughs) I forgot to mention another big winner for Oppenheimer was composer Ludwig Göransson, who has uh, famously composed the Mandalorian theme. So he won for best score for Oppenheimer. That's nice. And usually you see Hans Zimmer working with Christopher Nolan, but you know. Well, he was busy. Yeah, he was busy. That's right with. With Dune. Yeah, And speaking of composers, John Williams, at 91 years old, rescinded his retirement. He said he's not retired. If something comes up and he wants to do it, well, hey, he's going to do it. 91 years Uh old. Good for you. And then then everyone is saying, oh, is he going to do Superman Legacy? Is he going to do this John Williams theme again? (laughs) Like, how about something fucking new? All right. I'll probably, I'll probably have something different for it if, if he's gonna do it. I sure hope so, but you know everyone's gonna want the original. It, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna start off with that. Da, 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 da. 
and it's gonna be something crazy. That would be cool if it's something different. Or at the very end, he did that. That that would be cool. Oh God, so. I guess. <laughs> oh God, I guess. can we get yeah. something new? He's like, like, my, 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 like Chris, oh my God, like Christopher old, Reeves Superman old movie sucks so bad. Like, hey, oh I love I love the Christopher Reeves Superman movie, but it had yeah, its it was... place in its time. Let's let's treasure that, enjoy it, savor it. Let's keep it there. It's 2024. No, that's the Superman. It'll be that 2025. Never, that's Superman the Superman that never killed anybody. Yeah, because in the cartoon, you know, someone even tweeted, "I wish they would make a Superman movie based on the Justice League or the Superman animated series." Well, you guess know, what? He's he, fucking he, violent there. He so fucking killed a lot of people. Zack Snyder gave you that violent Superman, but no, that's too much. Too much. <laughs> Remember when he like he fucking like t- uh, teed off with uh, with Darkseid when when Metropolis got emptied out? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That was pretty fucking violent. But you know, I, Metropolis crashing down because Zod and Superman are fucking going at it. Yeah, oh, mean, there's mean, too much mean, death and destruction. Meanwhile, meanwhile <laughs> M- the MCU destroyed New York, but it was okay. oh, it's okay. It's okay. Everyone's saved. No one died. The Avengers saved every single person there. No one died. Yeah, right. You know, Captain America even went in that building, and then he saved that girl, uh, who would turn out to be what's her name, the voice of Ellie, yeah. from the last one. <laughs> yeah, after she became a waitress, she turned into voice acting, and she became yeah. The voice when of the Ellie. end of the world hit, she fucking saved the world. <laughs> so oh yeah, they they announced um for the How to Train Your Dragon live action film. Um, they announced some kid who's playing the lead, uh, Hiccup. I, I, I have no idea who the kid is, but for Astrid, the girl, it's Nico Parker, who is the daughter of Tandy Newton. So I was like, okay, she's a good choice. Playing the father is actually Gerard Butler, who did the voice and is now playing the father. So I'm like, yeah, there you go. That's cool. That's cool with me. Do toothless. That's cool with me. Toothless is going to be fucking CGI. You know he's going to be. I mean, you can't get any real dragons. You know, it's it's pretty hard to fucking train real dragons. <laughs> you know, some of those memes with Jurassic Park, they're like the the real like they make it look like it's real dinosaurs. <laughs> no, like uh, you know, this milking the teeth of like. Somebody, yeah, somebody, exactly. They need to stop it already, man. Well, they probably saw like, "Hey, Disney's doing it. We should do it too." <laughs> Live adaptation. Oh, uh, and then Adam Driver uh, hosted SNL like a few weeks back, before they went on Christmas winter break, whatever. And I thought it was hilarious. He was doing his monologue or whatever, and he was playing on the piano while he's singing, and he was like, "I didn't kill Han Solo." Wokeness killed Han Solo. <laughs> I thought it was wow. fucking hilarious. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh yeah, and then Star Wars. Uh, of course, what's her name? Uh, this the uh, female director, um, who is directing the Ray movie, was in doing an interview of um recently and then she she spoke up about saying something like uh star wars will be focused on and everyone's everyone including theory is losing their shit because oh how dare star wars be you know how dare she talk about star wars and women like that 
because Star Wars hasn't been led by a woman or whatever. Mon Mothma? Uh, Princess Leia. Princess Leia? Yeah. Padme? Yeah, but, but you let's know, be I, honest. I, I digress. Padme, Padme took a back seat in the prequel trilogy once episode three hit. Yeah, but but this is how the but the the first prequel yes, movie she yes, fucking dominated that but shit. Even Princess Leia took a back seat in Return of the Jedi because she felt this is a lot different character. Yeah, because not a lot different, but brother, that's what you can tell she took a back seat. And then someone even said, um, in the scene where they're riding the Imperial shuttle before they go to Endor, you'll notice Carrie Fisher's hand on Harrison Ford's shoulder. And you can see on her pinky, she has a longer nail for her recreational activities back then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, holy shit, I never noticed that. Now I'm going to have to do a rewatch just for that. So, yeah, I can't remember her name, the, the director. Oh, duh. if I do Star Wars Ray movie director, it'll pop up. There we go. Charmin Obaid Chinoy. Uh, I guess she's focused on documentary filmmaking. Now, every, documentary every, Ray. Everyone's losing their shit because why is she going to direct a Star Wars movie with Ray? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Don't watch it. There you go. Don't watch it. Because even Fury had this female on his show and this lady's like, Star Wars has been... Has, has never been for women. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? And he was even applauding it. I'm like, and he was laughing. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Fucking Princess Leia was not a damsel in distress in a new hole. She even fucking into the garbage chute flyboy. She took one of the fucking blasters and led the fucking heroes who had no plan of what to do, where to go. She wasn't wearing a bra in the fucking like new hole. No, because there's no there's no bras in space. Yeah. So here we go. So this is from ScreenRant.com. Ray's new Jedi Order movie is facing controversy due to old com- old comments made by director Charmin Obaid Chinoy, which have been taken out of context, of course, because, you know, anytime someone mentions something about Star Wars, all the fanboys have got to lose their shit. Uh, Obaid Chinoy's comments about making men uncomfortable were in reference to her work as an activist and filmmaker confronting issues such as acid attacks on women and honor killings. Criticism against Obaid Chinoy feels very heavy-handed indeed, and the current controversy appears to be bad faith. So, let's see. Um, Obaid Chinoy's recent remarks about the project ignited a firestorm of debate online, one that has now been intensified based on an old quote in which she joked about enjoying making men feel uncomfortable. But is this quote really valid or has it been pulled out of context? Uh, Sharmin Obaid Chinoy is a celebrated Pakistani-American journalist, filmmaker, and activist best known for two award-winning documentaries confronting inequality in Pakistan. One discussed acid attacks on women and another focused on honor killings. Her works have been hugely influential, resulting in actual changes of the law pertaining to honor killings in Pakistan. Blah, 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 blah. This is the context in which eight years ago, Obai Chinoy jokes she likes to make men feel uncomfortable. The full quote can be watched on YouTube, and it's clearly about her work as an activist, campaigning against acid attacks on young girls and honor killings. These documentaries are understandably uncomfortable viewing for men. 
but that kind of discomfort is the only way to drive change. The quotes are nothing to do with Star Wars, which makes their current use in their fandom in the fandom rather disappointing. There's a sense in which any movie continuing the story of Rey Skywalker was always going to be controversial. The Star Wars sequel trilogy has come in for, for heavy criticism, and a lot is justified. There's a striking lack of coherence in the ongoing narrative. And Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is generally viewed as a disappointing conclusion, but these criticisms, criticisms are mixed with a lot of others that feel more than a little misogynistic. Some online voices seem to have learned the truth of Yoda's words, that anger can be seductive, and they've used this to draw in clicks and views. And that's what it's really felt like ever since like the, making a big stink about it. I'm like, it feels like some of this stuff is out of context. And sure enough, of course, to drive clicks and views, there you go. So I'm just waiting. I'm waiting when the next Star Wars movie is. I'll be at the theater. I'll be there day one. I'll be excited to see the next Star Wars movie when, whenever that happens. <clears throat> so we shall see. Though it's been a while because shit, 2019. Right. So, but yeah, I'll be waiting for that next Star Wars movie whenever that happens. Okay, uh, I thought they had the yeah. squadron thing, thing, whatever. Is that, a, is that a movie or is that a show? It was supposed to be a movie by Patty Jenkins. But I think part of that happened when Wonder Woman 2 released uh, on HBO Max and then it wasn't really well received. So they canceled um, it out. Yeah. Well, they said they they're still working on it, but it's, it, it seems like they already stopped it. Which would have been, a, that's a really cool concept. That would have been like, you know, fucking Top Gun in space. Yep. <laughs> fucking Rogue Squadron. Do, 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 and it seemed like Patty Jenkins had a, uh, a real heart for it because her father was a pilot. You know, I love the trailer that they did of her skating on the fucking uh, runway towards an X-Wing. I was like, and soon and, enough, and then they were like, yeah. Like my, my dad was a pilot when I, mean, I was little, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That was yeah. fucking exciting. I was like, oh, shit, Rogue Squadron movie. But no. So we'll have to wait and see. Oh, Pinhead, have you seen um the the Samurai movies I, I mentioned to you yet in, in regards to, like, the, the ones on Netflix and everything? Not yet. Okay. It should, it should still be there, but I'm not sure. So you have to give me a refresher. Which one? The Baroni Kenshin one. The beginning, the beginning, and then the final. Because uh, there's only two two movies that are out right now. So okay. the beginning, yeah, the beginning is like the how he became that guy, and then the Baroni, the, the final is like the very last movie that they made for it, and then um. Blade of the Immortal, I think, is still in Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. Or I don't have Tubi. Hulu. I don't have Hulu anymore. Or it, it could it could be in Tubi or or Prime if you have Prime. So I have Prime. I just don't have I don't have Hulu or that Disney shit anymore. Yeah, Blade of the Immortal. That's uh, that's okay. the one that's pretty cool. I'll look that up. 
I, I know you're st- you still want your samurai fix and everything. So yeah, I just I got on a war fix lately because I watched the Pacific and yeah, it's great. On the it was great, and the last episode was fucked up too. So mm-hmm. it was, it, and then I watched uh, World War Two on the front lines or some shit on Netflix, and that was amazing. So I just been on a war kick lately. Yeah, there's there's times that I I, like, I visit the the episodes I love in Band of Brothers and stuff. It's, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, Band of Brothers is superior, but the the Pacific is the it's, the Pacific. It's, it's different, but like it you know, is different so because nice. you're talking about two different sides of the war, and not only that, it's two different people creating shit. Even though it's still Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg and all those guys, so. Mm-hmm. I wish they they focused uh, some of the battles in the Philippines because there was like some really good ones. But I know I, that's but why I, but I said I, I agreed. But I understood. But, uh, yeah, I understood where like they they just wanted to focus on the you know the the marine side of things. You know. Yeah, and I loved Robbie Malik, man. He was he was one of my favorites. Like, I didn't think he was gonna make it out, but I was glad he survived. I knew Gunny was going to die as soon as he re-enlisted. I was like, I wish he hadn't done that, bro. That was heartbreaking. I'm like, don't re-enlist because you're going to die. And Sure enough, pop, straight to the chest, died. That, that's what made episode 10 even more heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. That that shit where she gave him the purple, the, the award he won, the Medal of Honor, I was like... There's some shit that I'm not gonna lie. I I brought it brought a tear to my eye. Yeah. Because I remember my grandfather, he fought in Korea, so it's not too much distant from, you know, Pacific. different from yeah. the Pacific. So that's why I was like, and he told me similar stories about when he fought, and he barely. It was a close encounter, like so, and. Seeing those guys know that the ones that survive, they have survivor's guilt and all that stuff. And they really hit home with that. And they did a good job of portraying that. The, it was a it was it was a great miniseries. I had a great time. Well, I wouldn't say a great time, but just it was it was I never binged anything like that in a long time. So it, it was really good. Not as good as Band of Brothers. But you know, Band of Brothers knocked it out of the park so bad that it, they the the bar was raised too high. But still, the the Pacific was it's it's like a five hundred foot it's like a five hundred foot home run versus a three hundred thirty three exactly exactly exactly. You can still give the respect to you know. It's <laughs> like it's like Barry Bonds with Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, you can still give them both respect. You know, the other one's obviously higher than the other one, but you can still give them both respect. I still need to see about that's a perfect analogy, Cooley. I love (laughs) Cooley. Thank you. You haven't seen the 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 whole thing? No, I haven't seen the Band of Brothers yet. Oh, you got it. You got it. You'll love it. Yeah, I I I, I tried to watch. No, I tried to watch it like. During uh like the you know the military like Memorial Day or Veterans Day or something like that, I I try to just like just get, get the nostalgia yeah. of like the kick you know, yeah. And then I was just like, man, I, I really fucking hate Nazis. 
I can't be yeah. like, like, oh, yeah, like, like, I just want to shoot, like, fucking shoot them or whatever, whatever. Like, you know, so any reiteration of Nazis, I'm like, I, I hate you guys. It's not even Germans anymore. It's just like, I hate Nazis. It, no, it's just Nazis. Have you guys watched Saltburn? No, I have not. On That's Prime? on uh, Prime, right? Oh, it's on Prime, yeah. I keep hearing about on, yeah, I so, keep supposedly showing it's, it's got, so it's got Barry Keohan and uh, Jacob Elordi. Um, and supposedly it's got uh, Ros- Rosamund Pike, and I guess from jo- based on Joe Coy's jokes, it's got something to do with a satanic cult or something like that. It's got some weird shit. Ooh. Yeah. So I and I just saw it on Prime. I've been hearing like I've been seeing on Twitter like people talking about Saltburn. Like it's interesting. It's weird. So I'm on and, it. And I saw that it's on Prime. So I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. I'm on it. Yeah. I'm if that's the case, I'm on it. Yeah, and I'll be having a review on the next podcast if that's yeah. the case. Yeah. I'll be if that's the case, I will be binging that and I'll be on it. And I'm going that, back to work on Monday, but I'll still be on it. That oh, that Omen uh, thing that you showed us uh, the other day was pretty yeah. cool. That's it, the prequel. It, 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 it tripped me out. I was just like, "Holy shit, nuns!" Like, there's something about nuns and like with the the haunting type type of movies that that really bothers me. You know that, right? Like I have, I have this thing. Like if I if I see nuns in a in a scare in a, like a horror movie, I like, I didn't I'm watch more, it because I knew more, I knew I'm more captivated. I'm more captivated. for me. I'm oh. just for, for you. I understand, Mike, but for you, cool, you don't get your hopes too up too high because it might be another average horror film. It's it, this Next is the prequel for me, the Omen, right? This is the prequel yeah, to the, the Omen. The prequel for the Omen. This is the oh, prequel Jesus to the Christ. Omen. Uh, they could they could do a great job. Or they could really screw it up, so I don't know. We'll see. Is it Bloom? Is it Jacob or J- Jason? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think it's Jason. Okay. If it was, I'd be I'd be really throwing it out. Yeah. Speaking of Catholicism, which I thought was interesting, Shia LaBeouf has now yeah. been confirmed a Catholic, and he wants to be a deacon. That's good. I'm like, wow, okay, because I know he, I know he made a film, uh, Padre Pio, uh, yeah. a few years ago, and, and that got him interested in the Catholic faith, and now he's, you know, so I'm like, hey, if this keeps him on the straight and narrow, and now that he's a, he's a father and he's got a family, that's good for him. I'm like, hey, if that keeps you out of being, you know, doing doing the the bad stuff, good for you, by all means. And just to answer your question, Kuya, it's not Jason Blum, it's Disney. It's 20th Century Studio. So, 20th Century. That's oh the omen. Yeah. So, there you yeah. go. So, Saltburn is the one. I, yeah, I, I should have messaged you and asked you if you already saw it. But, um, no. yes. So, all it says here, distraught by his classmate Oliver's unfortunate living situation, Felix, a rich student, invites him over to his estate. Soon, a series of horrifying events engulf Felix's family. So I got it queued up. It's it's 132 minutes, and it says thriller comedy. Hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm like, box office is 18.7 million, and it was nominated at the Golden Globes. So yeah, if that one, this was released November 17, and then of course the Iron Claw didn't get any nominations. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. That pisses me off, man. Yeah. The Iron Claw was really good. 
I, I don't understand this. You like it better than The Wrestler? <laughs> or to, to, it's a, to, they're two different, totally different ones. It's two different things. The Wrestler is a better film, I guess. Okay. But the story here is better in than The Wrestler. Because you're talking about... It deals with the family, right? It deals with the family. Yeah, because you're dealing with an actual tragedy in a family. That's why I'd say the Iron Claw I might like better than The Wrestler because if you take Mickey Rourke out of The Wrestler, you got nothing. You have nothing. This movie actually has everything in it and that you actually... it's a. So I would say The Iron Claw is a more solid film. Because if you take Mickey, yeah, fuck it. Because if you take if you take Mickey Rourke out of the film, Darren Aronofsky wouldn't have had shit. True. He wouldn't have had a performance, and no one would have cared about the wrestler because it was about independent wrestling, and no one who cares about that. This shit is about an actual tragedy for a family, and we 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 already know this. The Iron Claw was a better film. Oh yeah, uh, Jennifer Lawrence was nominated. For no hard feelings, uh, for comedy, comedy. in Golden Globes, <laughs> and it's funny because when you know how they, <laughs> you know how the camera, you know how the camera focuses on each nominee when they're when they're announced when their name is announced and everyone's like clapping. So when it focuses on her, the camera, she mouths off like, "If I don't win this, I'm leaving." <laughs> so it's fucking hilarious. But she got excited because Emma Stone won for Poor Things. And that movie, Poor Things, with uh, what's his name, with Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe. This this is like that that period piece. The period thing, piece right? with black and white, and that's yeah, weird. Yeah. There's that weird dancing that they do. Yeah, yeah. Has yeah. only made twelve million, and yet it's getting all this, uh, you know, uh, award buzz, and it's even won a few awards, and yet you have the Iron Claw that didn't get any recognition. because uh, when you look at uh, the Iron Claw box office. I know it's not also it's not also much, but still that doesn't that shouldn't have anything to do with not being recognized. <clears throat> I don't understand. Like when I when I when I saw fucking uh, Zach Efron and then like the the trailer for the, the Iron Claw, I was like, hey, that's Carrie. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I was I, just like. Like even the little the, the stupid mannerism that he you know like the the shit that he did like you know he's like the little like tweaks like that I'm like the fuck oh so the Iron Claw rated R movie has crossed the twenty million milestone at the domestic box office it's the third rated R film from A24 in 2023 to achieve this feat so yeah it supposedly reached a total of twenty four point three million at the domestic box office. By the end of its third weekend in theaters, this makes it a rare R-rated movie to cross the twenty million milestone in North America. So there's still a decent amount of people see who have seen it. And I guess I'm, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <clears throat> but who knows? We'll see. Yep, we will see. Award season is still fresh, so we'll see. Exactly. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, because BAFTA and SAG, uh, they they focus on the 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 ones that are actually not popular. I mean, like, yeah. Not, you know they. 
they they don't give a shit about box office. They care about like you know the content of what it what they have. And it would be cool because you you already have a bunch of diverse movies. Why not add one more into the mix? Oh yeah, like you heard you heard about the short film that the, from the Philippines that might might win an Oscar? No. It's a it's an Ilocano based uh, short film. Really. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's animated, but I think it's a short film. Oh, not, that's cool. But but it could be it could be animated. Yeah, I, I was. But it's a it's one of those things. Like when I heard about it, I was like, "Holy shit! A Filipino might win an Oscar! Holy crap!" That <laughs> would thinking, be that would be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, that was that was our goal. Remember, Mike, we were going to make the first Filipino movie that wins an Oscar. Yeah. And that never happened. Uh so I, I found I googled and it says animated film E.T. E.T. Mapuk Pukao is Philippines yeah. officials Oscars twenty twenty four entry. Yep. The film won previously won the best film award at the Cinemalaya Philippine Independent Film Festival. What's it about? It's I don't know, I think it's like yeah. something about family. Yeah, it's, uh, and it doesn't tell me shit about the film. <laughs> it just tells me about like, hey, it's nominated, it won. Like, great. What's it about? <laughs> uh, let's see. Can you give me more information? Okay, first full length animation to compete in Cinemalaya. So that's cool. Wait, yeah. it's full length? I thought it was the short film. Uh, it says full length. Yeah, full length animation. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, not telling me anything about. I'm not seeing anything about the plot though, of the film. It's probably something about drama. Cause like the when I saw the 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 pictures of it, it looks, it looks very like uh, drama esque. Yeah. So all I'm seeing is finds a mouthless young animator at the intersections of grief and trauma. That seems that's about right. Yeah, but hey, if if they, I mean, being nominated is huge. So if they win it, even better. So, but that's wouldn't, cool. Wouldn't it be awesome if if it's the same people that made Tressa? <laughs> yeah, but I guess it's different different yeah. studios. Yeah. So you guys have Whataburger in Arizona? Yep. Oh boy. I like their spicy ketchup. Yep. The patty melt is the king. Oh, so. yeah. The patty melt, too. It's bomb. Spicy I thought that was a Wonder yeah. Woman insignia or something. <laughs> yeah. Whatever what is uh, awesome. The patty melt and then spicy ketchup. And go go with the onion rings instead of the fries. So, yeah. That's my, that's yep. my recommendation for 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but hey, that's all I have. That's pretty much it. Yeah, man. For the first show of 2024. Yep. So, I gotta say one thing, you guys. If anyone can see it, go see Thanksgiving because that shit was awesome. Yeah. Brutal ass fucking kills. People get their heads bashed in with a shopping cart and their skull cap ripped open. Oh, People shit. getting shit jabbed through their mouths like it. It's nasty. One woman gets doused in a fucking vat of water 
And then he opens the door of the freezer and presses her face up against the freezer. And he comes at her and she has to rip her fucking flesh off so before he she gets her head chopped off. It's fucking awesome. Thanksgiving. Oh, it, it's violent, gory, and great. Thanksgiving. It's oh, on uh, Amazon Prime, right? I believe. I believe it's. Amazon I'm not Prime. sure. I have it, so I'm not sure. I just bought the fucking thing. I don't know where it's at. I think you still have to wait to. I still think you can only buy it or rent it, and the rental's like nineteen ninety nine. So you might as well just buy the fucking thing. Yeah, I hate when they do that shit. Like, come on. That's what I. It pissed me off, so I had to buy it digitally because I wanted to see this film, and it and it was worth it. Yeah, I want the physical coffee. Oh yeah, that's right. Steamboat Willie is now, um, uh, free. What, what do you call Mickey's that? Mouse Trap. It's a public domain Mickey, now. Public domain. That's right. Public you. domain. Yeah, the, but the it's black Mickey, and, the, the black only and white Steamboat Mickey. Willie. The, the black and white Mickey. The black yes. and yeah, yeah. Not the modern yeah. version of Mickey Mouse. No. But there is a video game and there is a horror movie already mm-hmm. <laughs> that's ready to release. Hey, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a fucking t-shirt. It's gonna say Simo Willie looking at you, and, and, and it's gonna say Disney is grot. <laughs> I don't know if you can say Disney, but okay. Oh, I, I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's Simo <laughs> Willie. But the Disney name itself, I don't know if you can put that on a shirt. No, like you know, I'll I'll change the, the fucking spelling. Oh yeah, so ten years from now, twenty thirty four. Guess who's gonna be public domain? Mm. The Lord original, the, ver- the original version of Superman, who did not fly, and I think Batman and Wonder Woman as well. So, oh boy, Here yeah, Batman with a gun, <laughs> and the purple gloves, I guess. <laughs> and the, the one that, the, the one that makes a good over, horror movie one, out of that. The one that leaves over tall buildings in a single bound, right? Yeah, Superman, yeah, su- yeah, yeah. The strong man, fa- Superman, fa- faster than a speeding bullet, more speeding powerful bullet. than locomotive. Locomotive, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> Superman. You can yeah. do all that. You just can't fly. Yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. Just kidding. And call, then, him, call him in with his, in his uh, like his German name, Ubermensch. Zack Snyder Zack Snyder can make another Superman movie 10 years from now a sequel but Superman doesn't fly he just leaps no and then like the theme song is gonna be the the the, the, whatever song right the the Superman song in in the 2000s Save Me by Remy Zero from Smallville no no not that one the (laughs) other one the fucking um, you know I can't Fight for Fighting yeah that one (laughs) yeah I'm more than a bird, more than a plane. I'm like, really? <laughs> you're you're going to fucking use the fucking like, things that... <laughs> uh, this one. Yep. Yep, so that's it. Thank you guys for listening or watching. Yes, sir. We appreciate you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Be safe happy, out there. Ha- happy Three Kings, guys. See, the, yeah. the, three, the Three Kings are here, and we, we, we don't have a jester, so... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Alrighty. See ya. Till next time.